Uh, hey guys, here we are back at it for episode. Shit, is this 210? Yeah, 210. I wrote 210. I wasn't sure, but yeah, episode 210. And uh, we're here with Jimmy Sal and Yo, Scott yeah. Samuels, and Jared's back in the house along with me. But before we get into that, get on down to Riverside Wine Spirits. They've got a whiskey tasting this Friday. They've got some wine tasting on Thursday, and then they've got another wine tasting on fr- on Saturday. And uh, Tommy down there, their beer guy, said since they they don't have a beer tasting schedule, he's going to do something special. So get on down there. He said he was going to do like $2 off growler fills or something like that. So get on down, check that out, and then go... Check us out on the Hopped Up Network with lots of other great beer podcasts and at Brewchat, brewchat.com. It's Brewchat with two T's across the board. And then go get tickets for the Lookout Comedy Festival, which is coming up next month that uh, Donnie's putting on. So go check all those things out. It's all good. I'm going to hit the song here and let's get into the into this damn thing. I want some beers. Do it! our fade out we're in it now we did it we're in Ooh. it to win it we made it yeah yeah so starting us out here i gotta say uh i've not been disappointed by braxton brewing yet not yet and this is a limited specialty release from braxton brewing it is the graders pumpkin pie handcrafted batch ale brewed with pumpkin spices vanilla lactose and brown sugar mm. all right the sale is brewed with a plethora of fresh pumpkins lactose and a special blend of rich pumpkin pie spices Notes of golden brown pie crust are created by brown sugar and a combination of malts, making this beer an ode to a timeless harvest staple and your favorite flavors of fall. That's tasty. Mm. It's, uh, it's very forward on the nutmeg. I will say that. Mm. Yeah, that's a lot of... It does taste like I get a lot of cinnamon, but, but I guess that is nutmeg, technically. I think, yeah, I think that's nutmeg. Nutmeg's a mix of spices, right? No. No, it's it, nutmeg is nutmeg. Nutmeg is its own spice. Yeah. Um, yeah, I am getting a little bit of cinnamon as well. But typically, when somebody's all like, "Oh yeah, pumpkin flavor," they're what they really mean is nutmeg and cinnamon and clove. <laughs> clove, yeah. yeah. Yeah, pumpkin doesn't really taste like much. No, pumpkin doesn't yeah. taste like much. I made that mistake one time while um, stealing pumpkins when I was hungry and poor. <laughs> There's a the story there. there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah don't they don't. Like they pumpkin. don't taste. Um, what's the word? Good or like anything, really. <laughs> somebody had a pump, like somebody had a joke. I forget which comedian it was, but they were talking about uh, how white people, when we got here or whatever, it's like we we thought pumpkin was spicy. Someone's like, it yeah. was, yeah, so that's where you get pumpkin. Just spice. pumpkin spice. Yeah, right? my, my funny thing about pumpkin spice is it's not, it's the opposite of what that would be. Mm-hmm. And it's spice, like it could be spices for anything, it could be shoe spice. Yeah. It's literally like pumpkin spice is just, yeah, you said like clove, cinnamon, nutmeg. Right. It's just a bunch of shit you add to a pumpkin so it actually tastes like something. But as far as pumpkin beers go, this one's not bad. Pumpkin is the pumpkin, pumpkin spice beer. Fruit. Pumpkin is a fruit. 
technically, yes. I think, te- yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, so. Or is it a vegetable? No. Well, okay. So it does have seeds inside of it. What's the What's the No, tomatoes are technically fruits because they have seeds inside yeah. of it. Yeah. So pumpkin is a fruit. It's a fruit. There you go. You You juice a pumpkin. It's a you fruity can. beer. It's a real fruity beer. Fruity. Yeah, I mean, um, this is like I love pumpkin beers. This one isn't necessarily my favorite, though. See, I like it because the pumpkin is really subdued. You get the pumpkin spice, but the pumpkin itself is really subdued. I mean, uh, pumpkin's naturally kind of subdued, but um, yeah, no, I would say this one. It's okay. It's not really my favorite. I. Uh, like I love pumpkin beers. I love this time of year. I was very fortunate as a child to have like wonderful memories from October through December, mm-hmm. and uh, like just the smell of pumpkin spice or like any of those things. Like I, that's why I love pumpkin beer so much. Um, but uh, this one isn't necessarily my favorite one that I've had. How many pumpkin beers are there? Oh, bazillion! Yeah, like, like eleven billion. Who knows? Yeah. How many molecules are there? Right. Yeah. 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 Pumpkin in. And they're only available for four weeks out of the year. That's Starting at the true. end of July. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, no, not true, man. Nobody buys pumpkin beer after f- fucking October. Whatever. Yeah, but they've mm-hmm. been putting them out earlier. It's yeah, Christmas, no, it's yeah, Christmas at Walmart, you know? Like, yeah, right. they're putting it out in July. I mean, yeah, maybe. I guess that's I true. That's like Riverside facts, was basically yeah. sold out of Hutton and Smith's Oktoberfest by the end of August. Uh, yeah, but, no, and we got we got our first uh, at a uh, Beverage World. We got our first uh, Oktoberfest. I want to say very very late January or July January. January. Yeah, God that's damn. what I'm saying. Late really? July, they start cranking these bad boys well, out. No, because it's going to be earlier and earlier and earlier. And this is the first year I can remember that pumpkin beers have stuck around for mm-hmm. as long as they have. Because last year it seemed to me, and maybe this is just my memory failing me, but um, last year it seemed to me like uh, they came out, then they were gone like two or three weeks. Yeah. Mm. Now yeah. it seems like they've stuck around because they started releasing them towards the end of July and into August and it's been so miserable hot lately yeah. that the days just keep dragging on. God, I would, I, mm. uh, I would totally chime in, but I don't know my months. So <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. Yeah. It's March weather. Yeah. <laughs> it, uh, I mean, maybe it's pushing towards a thing where eventually we'll just, uh, have Oktoberfest year round? I think like the beers. I think that it just pushes sales to restrict. Yeah. The thing, the thing the about that is, uh, I mean, could you yeah. put a pumpkin beer out at any time, or is there why like not? some kind of? I mean, if you it, no, if you like, had pumpkins, you could do it. That see, go, traditionally, why that's a thing is pumpkin beers. If you're, if I was pumpkins brewing, aren't harvestable until the fall or late summer, true. so you would start brewing a pumpkin beer. And then it would be done by the end of September. I can go get a pumpkin October. pie anytime I want. Yeah. Yeah. Know? Yeah. But, so. uh, Jimmy, like going back to that, like pumpkin pie isn't actually made with pumpkin. It's made with like at nutmeg. All? No, 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 not really. There's not pumpkin a pumpkin pie. at all? Pumpkin no, pie. pumpkin no pie filling. Okay. No, dig I this. I feel lied to. Yeah, Me you too. should. I felt the same way when I found out. But pumpkin pie filling is nutmeg and cinnamon and like weird. Then why is it orange, Scott? <laughs> <laughs> Like, hey, 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 I don't know what kind of magician they have at the pumpkin pie factory. This like, ain't pumpkin pie. This Trump pie. <laughs> oh, okay, you went to a dark place. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually think Trump pie is a real pie. Oh, God. Like, well, I mean, I they, they have is. plenty of Trump beers. Actually, yeah. you know, that's not a terrible idea. Not, not anything to do with Donald. I think it's like a style of pie. Yeah, like, we all love like Donnie. I get pie. it. Yeah. I like think it legit pie. is a... Uh, <laughs> 
try my new pumpkin steaks. Pumpkin <laughs> steaks. <laughs> no, fun fact. A fun fact about Trump steaks: they're uh, made out of grad students' tears. There you go. <laughs> Marinate in that fat. shit. Marinate it. Marinate. Okay. There was a German court. It's being for Oktoberfest. That has uh, Oktoberfest going on. You know, right now over there. Um, started this past Saturday, I believe. First day of fall. Oktoberfest is a good day. Uh, but a German court has ruled that hangovers are an illness. Okay. God bless so those really Bavarian bastards. Yeah. But I guess I guess all a lot of illnesses are self caused. Like you know, you get sick because you weren't you know you weren't washing your hands, yeah. you weren't doing mm. this stuff. You let so that it's bitch like, sneeze on you. You yeah, get cancer because right. you smoke too much. Right, that, yeah, yeah, or mm. you know, genetics. It's true. Yeah. Reap the seeds of, that you sell. Yeah. I mean, I the guess. pumpkin the seeds. Pun- <laughs> nailed it. This guy right, <laughs> this guy yeah, right this here. Guy. Got it, yeah. man. He, he nailed it. Um, yeah, no. So you can you can technically call out uh, and just be like, yeah, yeah super hungover. Yeah. I That's, mean, I doubt it'll be we've as all been there. They'll be like, well, uh, go get your doctor's note. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> They're like, yeah. fuck, that was a doctor. I'm really sensitive. Doctor, I'm I'm really sensitive to light. <laughs> um, I am I am very nauseous, and um, uh, my my mouth tastes like ashtray. Dude, I went. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, I'll write you your Everyone's yeah. talking too loud. No, uh, are we? No, not here. I'm just saying. Every yeah, uh, yeah like, I got you. Like, I got he's you. in the doctor, and you're like, "Well, what's wrong, sir?" You're like, "You're talking too loud." <laughs> uh, no, I've been I've been there. Like, Everybody's uh, talking too loud. Just what, what, please. Wait, I never I never used to really have hangovers until like I hit no. 27, and then 27 like, was about my age. Yeah, 27 yeah. was about the time. Dude. Like, and um, I remember um, I remember the very first time it happened. I didn't understand why everyone was yelling at me. Yeah, <laughs> but everyone was just talking real chill like, and I'm like, what? What is this? Why would anyone do this to themselves? Didn't stop me from drinking, mind you, because here I am. Um, but you know, yeah, okay. So it's a it's a disease. So I can call out of work it's anytime sick, I it's want. An Ill, it's a what was it? Illness? It's not illness. a disease. Illness. Alcoholism, maybe yeah. <laughs> a disease. It causes an illness. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> So as as far as this beer goes, it's I don't know. It's okay. It's pumpkin colored. It's nice and clear, but like it tastes like fall as much as it tastes like it's like old dry leaves, kind of like earthy, dirty, but still with all those pumpkin spices. I get that in the nose. Yeah, yeah. Mm, I mean, and that's uh, I guess that's why it's kind of admirable. Um, once again. I I feel as though it could have been better. Like when I think of a pumpkin beer, like I think of a I think of like cooler temperatures, and as a consequence, I think of a maltier ale. Mm-hmm. That one to me seemed a wee bit thin-ish. Like it wasn't like ultra ultra thin, but like it, definitely not something I drink in like the middle of July. Yeah. Absolutely not. But it doesn't strike me as something that I would like love to quaff down when it's like cold you know mm-hmm. like there are other beers that i think do it better that it's, one's that one's okay it's not as like warming from the inside out as a like a pumpkin beer should be i think yeah i mean uh, i get that i hear you yeah but it does it does remind me of fall maybe not fall here but fall somewhere i mean it's fall it's uh, it's fall o'clock somewhere yeah <laughs> i like that <laughs> you're the only one somewhere. that's fine I'll give you credit. I wish we would get a real fall. It seemed to just chisel nice. away a little bit more each year, mm-hmm. where we just go from summer to winter. 
Uh, well, yeah, blame uh, blame climate change on that yeah. bad boy. Actually, uh, I got up from uh, from my workout this morning, and uh, I blame was... the liberals. <laughs> Thanks, Obama. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I got up uh, from my workout at about like 8 a.m. Um, I'm, I'm jogging towards the gym because I'm poor and don't have a car. Um, it was it was nice. It was like 58, 59 mm-hmm. degrees. Like I was like, oh, maybe mm-hmm. I should have brought a hoodie. So then I'm coming back at like, you know, noonish after <laughs> like working out for an hour and a half. And all of a sudden, hey, guess what? I don't need that hoodie anymore. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. It was bad. It, was, it got it was, kind it was, of cold last night. It was chilly yeah, this morning when yeah, I got up. Yeah, it was, and it then, was, and then it, yeah. and then it seeped into the, you know, the southeastern United States. Yeah. It really it's is. I, it was, it was fine up to a point. Like, but then when it hit one o'clock, I was like, okay, I need, I need shade. Mm. I need mm. shelter. Good God. This is awful. <laughs> Yeah, it's rough out there. Found these blocks over here. Yeah, the know. mini Lincoln Oh, my logs. tiny Lincoln logs. Yeah, these are great. The tiny logs of Lincoln. <laughs> mm. No, I poured us, I uh, went ahead and poured us our next beer. This is a non-homogenized, unpasteurized IPA brewed with lactose and Madagascar vanilla beans. Those that's, are my favorite uh, vanilla beans. Mm, that's part of the Westbrook Shake series, I see. Yeah. Did you uh, ever get your hands on the peanut butter shake? No. Oh, I've had that. <laughs> That's good stuff. Uh, yeah, the the best peanut butter IPA I've ever had. I'm not a big peanut butter flavored dude. What is what is this one that we're? Oh, no, oh, this isn't peanut butter. Hello, Ooh. you can you can taste Ooh. lactose there, yeah. my friend. And vanilla. Yeah, this is the vanilla shake IPA from Westbrook Brewing Company. It's seven point seven percent ABV. And, uh, yeah, from Mount Pleasant, South Carolina. I must admit, Westbrook has done it again, man. Westbrook is one of those breweries that is usually very consistent. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like I said, that peanut... Dude, we had one the other week here, this Mexican milkshake thing. Uh, The Mexican stout, yes. My God. Oh, no, no, and just the right amount of spiciness. Yeah, and it builds. So I'm not a, I'm not, you you guys know, I'm not the biggest beer guy. Uh, IPAs aren't my favorite by any means. This is delicious. It's very, very good. <laughs> this doesn't have that that sting. It doesn't fill your mouth and like yeah. take over uh, everything. This, it's, I mean, it's just pleasant all the way through. And that's really coming is. from someone, you know. That's that's my perspective. Okay, well, that, with that in mind, like a, what about it? What is it that you like about it? Let's break this down right here. Yeah, right, go ahead. And, um, oh man, it's. It's like flavor instead of aggression. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, it's not, like I said, like, it's, it's real smooth. It, it, I don't know, I don't know all the, the, the beer terminology, but like, I feel like a lot of IPAs kind of come with that sting, that real like. Yeah, that hot bite. That bitter, that that bitter hot You know what I mean? Like in your mouth. The lactose This is just so, so smooth. It's Mm -hmm. like. I don't know. Like I would, if I were to like start making beers, like this would be my base. Mm. You know what I mean? Whatever this is, because no, it's like is... it doesn't taste like a doesn't taste. You know, like a lot of times as a you know when you're out drinking beers and you're not a big beer person, you got to find the like watery garbage beer, yeah, or whatever, just so you can hang. This right here is like. I don't know. It's like soft. What's the ABV on that bad boy? Seven percent. Seven percent. That'll get you in trouble. No, um, right? Especially yeah. tasting I, like this. Yeah, yeah I would seriously. say what you're tasting is probably it's definitely the vanilla and the lactose. That's the softness. Yeah, you're getting which, but it's like you get it. You get that IPA for like a yeah. second in like the 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 fizz. You well, know I, what I, mean? I think it's it's it would like be nice. safe to it, assume like you know how cheese calms down spice. 
Mm-hmm. Like if you're eating something spicy, mm-hmm. you can eat cheese and it calms it down. Yeah, I think it would be safe to say that lactose does that with the hot bite a little bit. Well, actually, yeah. yeah. If you're uh, speaking as an amateur brewer, um, it is a hobby that I yeah, I, yeah. That's literally how I make my money. Um, I uh, yeah, no, I can speak to that. Um, really, what Jimmy is hinting at and what he's tasting is uh, like it tastes to me like it's got like vanilla additives in it. Which uh, is that vanilla bean or actual vanilla? I said Madagascar vanilla. Or no, it says Madagascar vanilla beans, okay, which yeah, no, is super that's, pretentious. That's but those are my no, favorite vanilla beans. I've, I've always <laughs> been that a Madagascar fan of vanilla beans. Yeah, vanilla. Madaga- uh, vanilla. Okay. When you shop an ice cream, you go vanilla bean over vanilla every time. Yeah, it's true. I go Madagascar vanilla bean. Uh, Talenti, the, the, uh, some my god. I like a the point wash. is uh, the point <laughs> is like vanilla as an additive is going to be a lot stronger. What the softness you're hinting at, I think would probably be due to the fact that vanilla beans are a little more restrained. Then, like, in tasting this, like, mouthfeel-wise, I get a lot of the sugar mm-hmm. off of that lactose. Like, uh, this beer is big on that it's, mouthfeel. It's definitely sweet. Yeah. It's, that's, 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 that's sure. like, I get a lot of and silky. Like, and I get a lot of that. Yeah, I get a lot of that lactose on the mouthfeel. And the vanilla beans, like, do mute the hops a little bit. Now, for that one, they probably used a low-alpha hop. I would assume because it's it does not taste astringent at all. I'm not sure what hops they used for it. It's very hard to tell, but this is definitely a dessert beer. Um, all the Shake series actually has the has a very similar mouthfeel. Mm-hmm. Uh, that peanut butter one I was telling you about was made with real peanut butter. Like mm-hmm. even the dregs of my can, because uh, I only got one. I could open the can because I was like, man, that's really peanut buttery, and I wanted to see like what was at the bottom. Peanut butter. Was it oily? Gross. No, it wasn't oily. No, no it was a, it was like just like peanut butter residue huh. at the bottom of the can, and I'm like, huh? Oh, like if you get the organic stuff and you got like mix it up. No, it was like it was like this peanut butter like slurry at mm. the bottom, and I was oh. like, oh, that's really neat, and it it was fantastic. It tasted a lot like this. Like imagine this beer's mouthfeel with like sweet peanut butter. Mm. I can actually almost like imagine peanut butter in a beer like this. I like this beer a lot, and, and it's inspired me for a new descriptor for the show. I think. Oh. A sex sheets beer because yeah. it's smooth, like those sheets that Satin. people have sex in in movies mm-hmm. that look like they're like 2,000 thread count that just like lay over the body mm-hmm. so smooth. That's she how this beer drinks. Blue, I, I thought it was always on a couch. What are you watching? Which, which movies <laughs> are you watching? <laughs> uh, Planet of Terror. Yeah, yeah that, no, like, that one. Like soap opera sex scenes. Oh, okay. You know, Lifetime where, movies. Where yeah, Lifetime like, movies. Yeah, my man. My done, man knows. They're done and they're like laying in the bed, but they have these like super weighted skin. silk what looking was, sheets with like 2,000 thread counts. Sex sheets? You just sex sheets. Satin sheets. Sex sheets. Yeah, my man, my man Jimmy knows, man. Like I didn't have Cinemax, I had Lifetime. Right. Yeah, way back in the day, but struggle. That's why I think men are the devil. <laughs> <laughs> Remember what happened to Valley Bertinelli, Bertinelli, and all of those? That one. I don't. I don't even. No faces come into mind. With Valerie Bertinelli, she, she fucked like Eddie. A white she lady. fucked uh, Eddie Van Halen. She looks Didn't like a white they lady. All. Word. Hmm. I have no idea who this is. Okay, cool. Eddie Wait, Van Halen. I'm going to look He's this up. Known. Valerie Bertinelli. <laughs> Valerie, not Valerie. Yeah. Half the listeners are like, come on. Oh, you it fucks. was a suggested uh, <laughs> yeah, thing. Okay, yeah. That's okay. Her. With the face. This yeah. lady. Mm-hmm. 
uh, get a picture of her when she's oh, young. Oh, with actually, the face. Yeah, the no, she, the, no, she was actually face. Yeah, that she was, face. She was actually quite like. I mean, she she looks good for her age. She's like, I think she's pushing like sixty five now. She's getting up there. But uh, she looks good for her age. But I'm just saying, like, you know, when she was young, man, you know, she was a fox. She, you know, she fucked one of the Van Halen brothers. Hmm. Good for her. <laughs> and and she was an actress. Him. And she was <laughs> and she was an actress too of mm-hmm. some note. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Some note. I mean, uh, this is, uh, I can't remember what show she was in. She was in it for like forever. That's where she made her name. Anyway, yeah, no, that was delightful. Yeah, that's, yeah that's I love this beer. That's where, I've been on the show a couple times. Probably, uh, I don't know. I feel like, you know, it's hard to remember, but yeah. right now, this one's, this well, one's I th- Yeah, I think you will enjoy this journey we're on tonight. Uh, Dude, brother, if you, yeah, like, brother, if you so like brother, if you like that one, yeah, uh, that one right there. Like I'm, looking I'm at actually, right I think we're going to save that one for last. I know. And uh, I can't wait. let's oh crack open the French toast in well, there. You okay. also, yeah. Jimmy, you've got this other one I poured what's, for yeah, you. I was about to say, what's this other Yeah, guy? let's talk this, about this Oktoberfest. Yeah, I, br- I brought a couple as well. This is the Big River Oktoberfest. Uh, one of my favorites this year as far as Oktoberfests go. Real nice and balanced, pretty light-bodied. A uh, little malt forward, but I mean, it's an Oktoberfest. And... It's a super crushable Oktoberfest. Yeah, it's really yeah. easy drinking. A very, Dude, right? very good one. Yeah. That's that's really good, too. I yeah. like that. And once again, the the aggressive uh, taste isn't there. It's a real easy sip. You know what I mean? Yeah. What did you say? A real crusher? Like real crusher. Yeah, you could just crush it. Yeah. What's yeah, uh, Jared, do you happen to know the ABV on that guy? 5.3. No, yeah, uh, five point two. Five, it's low five. Okay, so this uh, the uh, vanilla. The vanilla guy's a little higher. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Not much, just seven. But no, that uh, that Oktoberfest, good, 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 crushable yeah. beer. I can totally see that. That's actually one I could drink, like a quote unquote fall beer. Yeah, I mm. could drink in in summertime, mm. like because that's very very good. Like the malt is a little thick, but yeah, no, I could totally see myself, you know, drinking that on a hot day. I would like to have something like that in a can. Yeah. To be able to crush in a, in a twelve pack, mm-hmm. doing shit outside what, during the fall. What does it? What does it come in? Mm. Comes in a growler. Comes on draft. In a brewery. Oh, in so a brewery. That's yeah, you can, can get it at yeah, yeah Big River okay. downtown, Big River Hamilton Place. Uh, what, what are what are some beers that are reminiscent of something like this? Uh, I mean, any Oktoberfest, really any Oktoberfest. Uh, that one's really really good. Uh, Hutton and Smith, our, yeah. another one of our local breweries, has mm-hmm. a great Oktoberfest that is in can and it's super super good. You were talking um, about Eyinger. Uh, yes, Eyinger, um, for because I'm kind of a pedantic beer snob. I kind of have to be. Um, Eyinger's this little German brewery outside of Bavaria, and it's uh, like it is the most perfect Oktoberfest I've ever had. I wish I had like just like thought about it and sprung because I knew it was coming here tonight. I, I bought some beer. And uh, I wish I had known to bring it because I would have been like, oh, you guys have got to try this thing. It is the best Oktoberfest I've ever had. So what I'll say, what I'll say about this one is that uh, the taste doesn't linger at all. Like, I mean, once you've swallowed it, mm-hmm. it's like you're, you're, it's done. You're, it. you're done. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's gone when the liquid's gone, which I really, really respect. <laughs> like, I'm like, I don't want something, you know, unless it's like, I don't know, pie or something right. like that to like chill. You know what I mean? This like, vanilla shake hang, hangs like around wanna, for a bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah. And that's it's, once again, I think uh, a testament to the lactose, like that lactose sugar, like will like it increases mouthfeel, but it also like, it just kind of cloys your mouth too. Like mm-hmm. you're just like, yeah, I can, I can just feel it. 
This yeah, thing is kinda, crystal clear, though, this Oktoberfest. It really is. Yeah. Super. And I'm sitting here now. I'm like, I don't know which one I like more this this i mean it's Oktoberfest or yeah. this it's apples and oranges guy. yeah it's and, they're yeah. totally different you're styles right. i mean but i mean like as far as like just beers in general and like mm. trying to find something to drink that's not like yeah <sighs> you know what i mean like for somebody who mm-hmm. you know because i don't think either of these beers require an acquired taste for yeah. beer no. you know what i mean yeah i think you could give this to somebody who, you know, doesn't smash beers all the time, isn't a crazy beer person, and they would enjoy either one of these. And that's that right there is a quality in itself. You know what that's I mean? True. Like that's, I mean, yeah, that's a good point. You want something astringent try what I'm sipping on over here. Yeah, that's a little good. more that's sour. Uh, this is uh, at Atlanta I from Orpheus. <laughs> I'm bragging that. on these because of how. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, right. No, give that it's 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 tart. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's nice. <laughs> Yeah, that, that, that tastes like, and this is probably going to piss some people off. That tastes like, I don't know, somebody threw a bunch of warheads in a fucking. Yeah. Well, it's a sour beer. So yeah, but yeah. like, yeah, I don't know why someone would like purposefully do that. The three of us love it. The three of us love sours. That's, I'm not a, I'm not a big, uh, the, the more, like I'm a savory guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I love a savory flavor. If You're you could like have like steak and a beer. Yeah, I'm, I'm stoked after Beer all this. Steak. I'm so stoked for you to yeah. try this. Oh, you dude! Got the f- Ooh, right here. that's good shit. What's what's that? that what that is? I've never had that. Ooh, it's tasty. So while you're pouring, dude, look that, how dark it is. Yeah. While you're compared pouring to that, these other three, these are. I want to say one thing about this uh, vanilla shake real quick because you were mentioning about it is an IPA, mm-hmm. but it's it's smooth and creamy and stuff. I think it's more like a uh, like an IPA, like you were saying, is more like a punch or a slap mm. in the face with yeah. the hops. This is like a bear hug. Okay. It's like a, because it's like, it kind of holds you. Yeah, right? It hangs around, but it holds you tight. You need a fire. It smells delicious. But uh, we've had this on the show before, but it is a favorite of mine. One of my favorite beers of last year, but Wicked Weeds French Toast Imperial Stout, brewed with cinnamon, vanilla, and maple syrup. So you're going to get a little bit of the tones that you got out of that pumpkin beer, and you're going to get some of that vanilla that you got... Okay. Out of the Westbrook. I'm uh okay, like having not Best tasted it yet. Boards. I'm um I'm on board. Oh, it's so good. Uh, I'm smelling nose right like uh, the, what I'm getting off the nose and I'm a little concerned. I'm not really getting like I'm getting a lot of the adjuncts. I'm not really getting any of the malt. Um I'm getting a lot of the residual sweetness I think I'm going to find. Put it in your mouth. Yeah, put it in okay. your mouth. Put it in your mouth. Mm-hmm. See, it's a little boozy on the nose for me. But it's just eight percent. I said, "Dude, that the fucking mouth." That okay? So now, uh, this, good uh, good morning. Can I pour that over French toast? <laughs> this yeah. this uh, this hangs this hangs a little longer, but it's like you don't mind it because <laughs> yeah. it's more on it's that maple syrup. It's more on that syrupy kind of there. There is a little sting to it. You know what I mean? Or what I'm describing that IPA is a little stronger in there, but that is what's the ABV? This on one is guy? probably the booze you're tasting. What's yeah, that eight, bite is probably the booze. Yeah, 8.8%. But it's like as much 8.8, as, that's not so bad. That's no, probably the, the spiciness that you're getting. As much as that IPA is like hitting, mm. that syrup is just throwing up parries. Just like, wow. Mm. Mm. No, I don't I mean, even think this is an IPA. No, this is a, this is Yeah, this IPA. is uh, Imperial Stout. No, that's, uh, and that's what you get with like the, like, I mean, like the maple is very forward. Like that's what I was smelling on the nose. Like I'm smelling a lot of the adjuncts in like the beer. And underneath, like you were saying, like it's laced with the booziness. But on the actual mouth, it does taste like French toast in a glass. Yeah, Dude, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like That's it's great. it's yeah. 
Well, okay, it's 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 really good, but man, alive! I don't know if I could drink more than one of those. No. Do those come in six packs? No, they just sell them. And, and yeah, they, that's uh, a, that's a very good yeah. thing. I don't think I could drink more call. than one. Yeah, just a five hundred milliliter like, bottle. So you, so you toss that back. Are you feeling that? And that's your first drink. Oh, for are you sure. Feeling that for sure. Definitely. If you drink this whole bottle, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're not going to be trashed, but well, I mean, yeah. you're not. You're also going to be very full. Right. Yeah, you will be full. Yeah, that's a, that's breakfast in a glass. Is there such thing as a breakfast beer? Yes, actually, oh, several. <laughs> you're looking yeah, at yeah, you're yeah. tasting right, one yeah, right now, right here. Um, this is a pretty mapley beer. I think the only other maple beer that I've had that kind of compares is uh, Trim Tab's uh, Breakfast Hero. I don't know if I've had that one. Oh, bro, so. you do yourself do yourself a fucking favor. Get pick some of that shit up. I know this is silly, but it feels heavier. It is <laughs> like, it not is in my mouth. Like it, it legitimately is, yeah. like holding it. I'm like this is like. <laughs> Like, I got fucking solid, dude. I got a fancy new scale, and we should start doing that. Start weighing weighing beers. beers. Fill it to the yeah. We got to make sure we have the same glasses. But, but no, no, because no, if it's got more an empty glass, which, because that makes sense though, right? A pound of right? feathers weighs the same as a pound of uh, concrete now. <laughs> I don't even get that fucking science. I've heard shit like that before okay, that well, people have told me. I'm like, I don't fucking get what you're saying, but sure. Uh, okay. You're a teacher and I'm 11 years old, so I'm just going to say, uh-huh. Well, I mean, the best yeah, one that was described to me was like a pound is a pound no matter what. Like, okay, yes, you'll have to throw more feathers. Yeah. You'll have to throw yeah, more well, feathers yeah. than all you would concrete, but like a pound is still a pound. Like, yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. like that. It's like that classic thing. Like my science teacher told me when once again I was ten or eleven, and it's like, okay, would you rather be hit with a pound of feather or like with a ton of feathers? Yeah, or with that's a ton different. of bricks. That's and I'm yeah. like feathers. I'm like, <laughs> and, and, and of course, I said feathers, and he's like, well, it's still a ton. You'd suffocate and get crushed. I'm like, that's true, Mr. Robinson. Well, you're the most metal of teacher of all time. <laughs> Like you br- would be able to run from a pound of fat. Like the, if they were dropped the from a high altitude, uh, the like test, the feathers the aren't going to reach terminal velocity. No, 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 I'm no, like, they no, will. I'm, uh, no, I'm thinking like it's like it's like some kind of like w- like the lamest James Bond villain like trap of all time. Like <laughs> yes, Mister Bond, I have you in my unconcealable chamber. You will now be drowned in a ton of feathers. Oh that doesn't God. sound so bad. It doesn't sound so bad. Exactly, and then like, and then like over over the course of several hours, he'd probably kill himself out of boredom because <laughs> just like. And I like how you said unconcealable. Yeah, <laughs> I've I've left you in my unconcealable chasm. Everyone can see it. There's no way There's I could no concealably hey, hide hey, hey, this hey. chamber ever. Hey, if you can, hey, if you, if you, I meant to say unassailable. If you could have James Bond captured, you would want to set an example for all your henchmen. That's true. I mean, oh, like, yeah. I, it doesn't cost me a plug nickel to think that, like, you know, whoever's in charge of Disney actually has an unconcealable cha- chamber. Paul Rudd, we didn't like that press release you did the other day for Ant-Man. <laughs> You'll be staying in our glass house for the rest of the month. <laughs> <laughs> Don't throw uh, any stones. Don't throw any stones. Where you can't do anything and not be seen. Brie, L- Brie Larson. In our unconcealable chamber. Listening somewhere like Coming this summer on Cyber. <laughs> 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 Idiots. Brie, Brie Larson, the returns for Captain Marvel in Taiwan didn't do that good. We will put you on display. <laughs> inconcealable <laughs> inconcealable that's what that's immediately where my they're remaking that are they yeah uh, they're what, what are they remaking are they getting wallace sean to come back no they're not and oh, oh no you're talking about princess bride um yep, no princess no did you guys bride. see the tweet carrie elloway's posted about that no. no um he uh like like it was announced on twitter 
about the uh, uh, about the remake. Uh, they're in talks. Carrie always hit them back real quick and was just like, "There are a number. Uh, there are a small number of perfect movies in the world. It'd be a shame to ruin this one." Mm-hmm. Okay. It's like if they like remake Forrest Gump. Great. They're not going to remake Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. No, but it would be like remaking Forrest oh, Gump. Yeah. You no, literally couldn't make like Forrest there. Gump there are certain movies. <laughs> no. Way. There are certain movies that are on that level though, where it's just like no, they exist, and that's them. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I mean, you know, like uh, I'm like X Men First Class. <laughs> X Men First Class, exactly. When you when when you Don't said X Men, I wasn't on board, but when you hit First Class, I was totally with you because First Class is the best X Men movie. Small wrong. Target once, yeah, man. One of the best movies I've ever seen is X Men. Pause. That target just right, yeah. first only Yeah, where is yeah. he going with what this? You, uh, that target is tiny. Yeah. So, what do you guys think of uh, that whole Spider-Man fiasco from the last month and a half? Like, what do you? What do you? Yeah, guys think? right. Um, Spider-Man. Yeah, I wanted no to talk about that. So, that. yeah, have you heard yeah. what's going on, Jimmy? Spider-Man's like, cut from Marvel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no Sony, longer. which I think is a huge misstep on Sony's part. I think so too. It's all it, it's all money and toys, man. We need yeah. Spider-Man. And we, to we know that it's never brand. been about anything other than money and toys. Mm-hmm. Maybe the, the the guy directing, but to all these people who are constantly calling the shots. I mean, I think Spider-Man's going to be fine. It sucks, and I'm extremely interested to see how they if they just literally just make the next one and pretend like I think that's what they plan on doing you literally can't you can't reference back to it you I'm like how do you talk about a change that you're not allowed to talk about one in the newest uh, a lot of things have changed (laughs) spoiler alert for far from home and uh in Avengers Infinity Game, but if you've not seen it by Infinity this point, game. Infinity Game, <laughs> yeah, inf- or <laughs> I, 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 I need to refer game, to the yeah. du- no, I need to refer beer. to the duology now as Infinity yeah, Game. Yeah, yeah, let's mm-hmm. do that. Infinity Game. Infinity so, Game. So yeah, after Those that movies. is uh, the entire new Spider-Man movie is hinged on the fact that Tony Stark died, and Spider-Man's grieving over that. So mm-hmm. if then he's taken to a franchise where all of a sudden he can't acknowledge any of that. Any of this happening? Well, see, yeah. here's here's the thing. Okay, I so think- what we need to do is we need to kill Uncle Ben again. <laughs> I love that meme that's got the orc. That when all this happened, it's got the orc from Two Towers. He's like, looks like Uncle Ben's back on the menu, boys. <laughs> <laughs> no, and that's gonna, and I mean, that's hundred percent how it's going to be because Sony's like kind of shit the bed with all of its comic book properties. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think... All those Spider-Man movies are shit. Like, narratively, Spider-Man 2 with Tobey Maguire is pretty solid. Uh, but those movies do not hold up well. No, they don't. And wise. especially... God, no. Three. Every I one was, of those Spider-Man movies inside the theater, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. This when you watched it, you were like, this is right dope. Here. No, this the is Spider-Man it. 3 was garbage. Yeah. Uh, to be fair, a yeah. uh, little, little transparency. I said in theaters. I didn't uh, even uh, go to... Oh, <laughs> I, I went to here. go see um, Like, when I saw Spider-Man 3 in theater, I was really fucking baked. Same. And yeah. um, I, I still... I, like, And I was like, I was like 16, 17 years old, and I'm just South, like... South, South, Mary Jane. Was actually, that was actually pretty okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, I'm on Mary I Jane while I'm watching Mary Jane, bro. What is that? Yeah. That's serendipity. Yeah, I, was, I was about I was 18 under, or 19, and yeah. I thought it was decent. I was in college, and I hated it, and I was under the influence of a couple different things. Did you hate it on the first run, or did it I take did. you a second viewing? I did, and it started yeah. with it, it was a midnight showing because that's what we did at the yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, I remember. And, I went, yeah. Um, and it started with a guy behind. It. Well, sorry, it started with shots in the parking lot. 
<laughs> and we got into the theater and we were being loud and rowdy because it's a midnight fucking show. And there's a man behind us with like a three-year-old who's like, hey, you guys need to watch your language and keep it down because I've got my son here. And we're like, it's a midnight showing, you douchebag. Put your son to bed. Yeah, Come back by at the way, seven thanks like a for bringing person. a three-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, don't be a dick. We're not stopping. And then I hated the movie anyway because Tobey Maguire went like... Full emo. Yeah. Full emo. Fuck that and whole sequence. And Topher Grace was garbage. No, Total garbage. Uh, no, if you're going to... Should have been... No, at the time, yeah. it should have been Henry Rollins. Yes, mm. actually. And um, no, seriously, if you're going to cast Eddie Brock... Eddie Brock, whose two defining attributes outside of being Venom are Jacked. I'm religious and I'm built like a brick fucking shithouse. Mm. You're going to cast Eric Foreman from the That 70 Show? No. No, literally the only part about Trevor Gris I liked in that movie was when he channeled Eric Foreman, like when uh, I think Spider-Man breaks his camera and he goes like, he, he calls him to <laughs> yeah. get on the sewer drain. This is the only part of the movie I can remember cogently where like he breaks his camera. It's like, what the hell? That's literally That it. was it. So yeah. everything... Every, all that, all that being said, like the fact, like Spider Man has a shit ton of great characters in it. I think that if done right, and if they continue to make these new Spider Man movies like Marvel has been making, like mm-hmm. all of their extended universe movies, I think there's plenty of money to be made there. Yeah, I think you're, was, you're speaking I mean, in you what got, ifs, though. Is you, got, like, you, uh, got, you, got Spider, you got Spider-Man Venom crossover. Venom was Yeah, dope. but what, what's uh, what say. the it, evidence that Sony can make a decent Spider-Man movie? No, there as far, it, no, as far Outside as... Outside of Into the Spider-Verse. I was going to say, as far as yeah. Sony handling this Spider-Man movie, I've got two words for you. Dark Phoenix. Yeah. Is that but cut, I don't know. I wouldn't, oh, right? no, that I wouldn't so say bad. no. I wouldn't say Dark Phoenix it was a is a good scene. example for that. Just because that is a movie that was made. I mean, when we heard it as public that Fox sold to Marvel, yeah, that, was done. that was way later than when those talks first hit the table and those deals first started hitting the table between Fox and Disney. That was months maybe years before we the public even heard anything about it mm-hmm. so dark phoenix was coming down the pipe which again I know. age of apocalypse wasn't good either no it wasn't but no dark oh. phoenix that was coming down okay, the pipe okay, when this? the forms had already been signed and at that point they're like and eh, just crank a movie out who gives a fuck in sansa yeah <laughs> exactly no but the, the whole point is like and i didn't hate i didn't hate sophie turner as jean gray like She's fine. She did okay. She's all right. Like she, like nothing spectacular, but nothing terrible. Except for the rest of the movie. I just want my yeah. Gambit movie, which okay. never happened. That's all I want. Do you guys remember that old photo uh, with the Fantastic Four? Oh and yeah, X-Men, no, that's, a, that's another reason that I Vanity Fair photo is, is is the Fantastic Four movie. Good God, how do you fuck a Fantastic Four movie? Well, that was They've that was three Fox. times in a row. No, that was Fox. On the Fantastic Four. No. Look, everyone has fucked up a Fantastic Four movie. Yeah. Fantastic, Except for the Marvel. Fantastic Four. Just saying. And I'm sorry. They're not great. Are Ball not great. Sucked. Like you, they're great. They're a gate. They're a great gateway to mm. other cool stuff. No, do you all remember this photo from Vanity Fair? I think. And it, you've got Magneto. You've got the X Men cast. You've got uh, from Channing, Channing Tatum. Gambit. It was supposed to be Gambit. You've got the new Fantastic Four crew because they were going to build a cinematic. Like Fox he, was going to build a cinematic universe around the Fantastic Four and X Men, and they did this photo shoot to promote it. And that Fantastic Four movie sucked a sack of dicks. It did. The Channing Tatum Gambit movie never, never happened. happened. Uh, who's this in the middle here? Some lady. Uh, 
Jennifer Lawrence. Um, oh, Deadpool's in there too. Yeah, well, that didn't yeah. work. He shows up um, everywhere. Yeah, so clearly. Yeah, and this was not that long ago. This came out right before Age of Apocalypse. They had to pay every single one of those people to be there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah probably. On this huge promise of like, no, oh, guys, we're going to build this huge, like yeah. what Marvel and Disney did, but we're going to do it with just the Fantastic Four and X-Men. Well, yeah, because, and like I was saying before, like we got this show started, like the X-Men, y- you can cull from a lot. Like the 90s didn't do any favors to the X-Men as a, as a diehard comic fan. The 90s were absolute shit for comics in general, mm-hmm. but also, like, the X-Men, like, uh, sucked a bag of dicks throughout oh. because there were, like, 80 billion different teams. The like, n- what the fuck is X-Force? Can somebody explain to me what X-Force is? I or never the, followed no X-Men. One, no or, or, or the Exiles, where, like, we're literally jumping from universe to universe, and all of a sudden Nightcrawler's daughter's here. Oh, wait, she's related to Scarlet Witch? What's that? No. Okay. So <laughs> you can call from a lot of X-Men stuff. But I really don't think you can do, like, Fantastic Four, X-Men, and, like, Spider-Man, those three. I'm almost positive you can't come up with a cogent universe that comes with all three, you know? You have to have, like, the tertiary side characters. Like, I mean, for instance... you gotta, you gotta have like a, a C list. You gotta have C list heroes. You gotta have the West Coast right. Avengers in there yeah. somewhere. Yeah. You gotta have Blade. You gotta have like. We reboot everything. We just have Gambit, and we have a bunch of nuns. And Gambit's just seducing all these nuns because uh, he's fucking awesome, right? And he's throwing cards and seducing all these nuns. Jimmy, like, that oh, sounds Gambit, an awful lot like. So that sounds an awful lot like a a, the movie Demons. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is sounding an awful lot like a, like the movie Demons. Yeah, no, like yeah, the, no, the devil. Yeah, yeah. What was what was Demons? Is it uh, a uh, uh, no, it was based on a historical event, uh, the Haunting of Lido, where uh, uh, the where guy a Cajun uh, card player who could <laughs> no, we're a French, no, we're a French, no, we're a French cardinal who like who dressed very garishly and seduced women because that's what the church did back in like the 1600s. Um, it's an exploitation movie. It's great. Like uh, you could see Oliver Reed fuck a lot and it's <laughs> it's great angel lansbury has like this weird like hump on her back because she's like this deformed nun it, it, it's just really good but yeah no <laughs> but is she bad though is she oh she's so totally bad, bad man but is she naked though <laughs> actually yes at one point angela lansbury my angela home. lansbury no that's wrong <laughs> dude i had this idea oh, no, no, for, uh, not angela lansbury even that's redgrave i had this idea oh, this is a personal funny. theory i had <laughs> I'm listening. on uh so we've got Deadpool, like Disney bought Fox and mm-hmm. X-Men. and A live pool. With that, they get Deadpool, they get Fantastic Four, they get all that. And Feige has even said that eventually they're going to be bringing this in. Mm-hmm. Well, they've got a little bit of an issue, the way I look at it, well, that, is that Disney they've got Deadpool. Deadpool. Yeah, D- Disney owns Deadpool now. But where they've got a little bit of an issue is they've got a largely PG-13 yeah, they selling said, kids to toys. They said or no selling more, toys to no kids. More selling kids to toys. And, yeah, uh, they said no more. So that sort of thing yeah, but, going on. And so you've got Deadpool, who undoubtedly is great with Ryan Reynolds. Mm-hmm. But then you've got all the X Men, who probably going to recast because I mean our one true Wolverine needs to be recast. So at that point, already. like, who gives a fuck? Let's just recast everybody. Or you and, just don't uh, have. So <laughs> what I was thinking was this is the perfect time where you can use Deadpool for that recasting and you can do an entire cinematic movement that is Deadpool playing the Nick Fury role of like, no, we got to do it like they did. They, they did the Avengers. Oh. They put together the Avengers, so I'm going around he, recruiting my own goddamn team. Because he can break the fourth wall Yeah, like he that. can break the well, fourth yeah, no, wall, and, that, and he's that, seen those that, movies. I think that would be, I think that would be a lot of fun. I really do. But, like, I mean, if we're talking dream casting for, like, 
who, like, I mean, who would be Wolverine? My pick is Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. Yeah, I don't have anything against him. I don't really have any strong opinions. Other than the, the fact Wolverine. that he's already in because the Marvel Cinematic Universe is a great character. His Venom was great. I know that he's not in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, brother. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, but it's a standalone. But once they start. Will yeah, they? I hear you. But if they don't have Spider-Man. Yeah, because Spi- that Venom movie Spi- kind of sucked. I heard it sucked. Mm, no, it was did you watch it? Did, I, yeah, I watched it? it. You didn't you didn't enjoy yourself? I mean it wasn't uh, like I a, didn't hate it. It wasn't, a fucking, it wasn't like, rollerball, but it was but like <laughs> it was entertaining <laughs> Wait, and it was fun. Like no, I, no. I liked I liked getting in I, li- I liked it about Venom I liked it about way. the same amount I liked Batman versus Superman. Oh, oh no, no, yeah, no, 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 no. Where um, I can enjoy him. I, Dude, Batman I in those movies it. is like the best Batman. No, ben Affleck Batman is the best Batman um, we've ever seen. I'm no. sorry, your 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 benchmark for worst movie you've ever seen is Rollerball? What no, about that's, it's that's, up that's, there. It may not be the worst, but it's definitely like in the top name three. Of, in the name and I'm not the, talking about the original, I'm talking about the remake with Oh no, wearing hockey pants. <laughs> no, man, I like uh like as a wrestling fan, I love that just because Paul Heyman's there just being Paul Heyman for no, The original's fun. Yeah. That remake for inexplicable for, uh, for whatever inexplicable reason Paul Heyman's just like narrating like I'm the announcer and this is all I'm going to say. Here's my position to do exposition. <laughs> yes. No, that remake is in the name Something of the else. king, a dungeon siege tale is one of the worst yeah. movies. I've that ever movie is terrible. It's I went and saw that movie so excited because I was too. like, "Man, this Jason is gonna be Statham? like some badass like medieval Wizardry? warfare yeah. shit." No, no. it was. No. I thought it was gonna be more like the last witch hunter. Yeah, but it is. Not. Yeah, no, which in the was king phenomenal. Is bad. Well, I mean, I just you, remember that leper. That was the king of Jerusalem. I just remember them going through the woods and the lighting uh, the last- changing, and like it, it's just like. All of a sudden, it's and sort of like yellow, and then like it's just and not I white balance. That was a Ridley Scott movie gross. too. It's terrible. Uh, what in the name of the king? Uh, Kingdom of Heaven. Kingdom of Heaven. Yes, is a Ridley Scott film because it looks really yeah. pretty, but it's not that good. Mm. It's not. No, it's not. N- yeah, no. Yeah. Like a uh, fun fact: uh, the Leper King is Ed Norton. They need. You know what they yeah. need to do? I forgot about that. They need to go fuck movies and just do a good, like, completely cinematic show dude i think that's where shit's going man because because that's the way like x-men or any of that stuff needs to be handled is in a very long you can introduce characters as you go you can get you know your all these people i think that's really where it's going man that's basically what the that's basically what the marvel cinematic universe has done is put a show in movie theaters i I think yeah I, i honestly think we like in the modern age like we viewers have uh have been spoiled with Netflix because there are times um, that I'm in the movie theater and it could be a two hour long film that has a coherent first, second, and third act, satisfying ending, and I still feel like it felt rushed. Yeah. Like we're kind of spoiled in the modern era because like nowadays, like something like for instance Stranger Things, where we can watch these characters in six hour intervals or however long it is go through all these different character arcs, everything's mm-hmm. like fleshed out. Like that's why like, okay, uh, like for instance, like experiencing a, like watching a romantic comedy or something. Why are these characters in love? Like they're, they're not dwelling on it too much. I never they have to watched no romantic comedy. <laughs> but I'm just, I'm just saying like, I'm just saying like character motivation is really hard to pick up to a lot of modern audiences because we're so spoiled with like Hulu and Netflix yeah. and Amazon prime. Like, um, Good Omens could never have been adapted into film because there is just too much going on, and you don't get um, 
the relation, the key relationship between you know Aziraphale and uh, Crowley. Um, from a film, you need like six to eight episodes, hour long, to like really get like mm-hmm. the dynamic or like what the characters are doing. Like, and I think we're spoiled as audience members on that whole thing because I mean nowadays it's like Marvel does a good job. Iron Man origin story. Iron Man two continues that story. Well, Marvel Iron is Man one of the is Marvel is one of the not few. As bad as Iron three. Marvel is one of the few uh, studios that's been able to sort of see that, and they basically produce like the Marvel Cinematic Universe is kind of like the biggest TV show ever produced. And the movies are episodes. You've got TV shows that are within that that fit in. They're and I think you're going to see more big brands move no, to I a TV th- show I th- model. I mean, they're doing, like, a monster, they're doing a monster universe with Godzilla. Yeah, they're doing that. And I think that's going to come to an end, though, after uh, Godzilla versus King type. Kong. I mean, yeah. Dude, like the that, last one was awesome. But did it did it make any money? Uh, I, yeah, I made it back. It wasn't like great. I wanted to see. I wanted to see with the uh, with the uh, Stranger with the Things. Chick, Jay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really good. I mean, if Millie you Bobby. Millie Drake's Bobby Brown. If you want to see monsters fight, shut up. That's disturbing. It is like a classic Godzilla movie in the sense of like, it makes no, no it, sense. You're here to watch monsters fight. Yeah, no, they they like, they have fight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and no, that's they all have, it is. But what I was saying yeah. was uh, was these new the way things are going is you're going to see big brands and big franchises take more to TV show format and like we're seeing with Watchmen on HBO. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. And, and that's that was a big thing with Watchmen is when Zack Snyder came out with his movie in 2008 or whatever, they're like, oh, this comic book is unfilmable. It's, well, it may be. It, and even, and I enjoyed watching his movie. It's a good companion piece. But that entire thing would work better as, as a, a TV show. Exa- I, and I, I think we're agree. going to get basically the Watchmen comic book, the original comic book TV show, given to us in this new sequel show via flashbacks. I mean, like, that's, that's really interesting to... But because, like, my opinion on the Watchmen movie... At least movie, the giant set piece. Uh, my opinion on the Watchmen movie, like, uh, Watchmen wa- was and is one of my favorite comic books of all time. And when it's I... Uh, so good. Yeah, it is. Um, and when I watched the movie, like, I understood, like, where he went with various things. Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, okay, certain things can't be filmed. I get it. And I thought, especially, like, when the DVD came out and, like, Tales with the Black Freighter was included. Yeah. I was like, um, I was like, okay, cool. They did this as best they could mm-hmm. with the money and time constraints that they had to adhere to. So I was like, as it's as pure an adaptation as could have been filmed at that time. But I'm really looking forward to, uh, to the HBO Watchmen series. And while I'm on the subject, um, as far as streaming goes, HBO is crushing it right now. Like, are you guys keeping up? Like, do you guys still have, like, HBO at mm-hmm. all? I watch some of the shows. I don't have the HBO. I have ways of watching things mm-hmm. on HBO. Okay, right on. <laughs> yeah. Right on. Uh, there are three shows out right now, and, like, as far as original content, I think HBO is just absolutely destroying the competition right now because I'm watching The Deuce, which is by David Simon of The Wire fame. Really, really good so show. Good. Uh, the Righteous Gemstones. It's the, the Righteous new, Gemstones is hilarious. Yes, it's really funny. It's the new Danny McBride thing, and like it takes all of the Danny McBride like comedy TV, like uh, TV tropes. And they're like and, a seating church. Yeah, so and like John super. Goodman is great in that. And then, uh, and of, of course, that. and Walton Dude, Goggins is always yeah. great. I love and Walton number, Goggins. Yeah, I love Walton Goggins too. And Walt. Uh, and number three, uh, if you're sleeping on it, you really need to watch it. Room One Hundred Four. Room really? four is great. Yeah. It's it's like okay, it's couple. yeah, exactly, man. It's it's a uh, it's basically just um, 
all the stories take place in and around this one room in this one like, descript motel area. Maybe it's the seventies. Maybe it's the here and now. We're not really sure. You can only ba- like mm. you can only guess based on like what's in the room at that given time. And there's always like these different stories. So it's if the Twilight Zone was an actual place, <laughs> like, yes, okay. actual. Like, yeah, yeah. It's uh-huh. like an Eldritch location. And like actually, the most one of the most recent episodes kind of explains like, huh, maybe this is why all this weird it's shit probably is on going a ley line. Exactly. Well, no, uh, the season three premiere uh, actually kind of explains why all this weird stuff happens. In have we room. all have we all talking about streaming services and, and uh, original content? Have we and superheroes? Have we all seen the boys? Not yet. Dude, if you haven't, so good. If you haven't seen the boys, it. stop. Well, everything except for listening to this <laughs> and then go watch the boys. Oh my God, that show is amazing. Watch the first episode. If you don't want to binge all of it, then you're broken. Uh, as, a, as a diehard comic fan of The Boys, The Boys is one of my favorite books. It's really good. Like so, yeah. they do so much, like they do it different enough. Like it's as true to the source material as, and they shoot it in an anamorphic widescreen, which is pretty. I sweet. love the anamorphs. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, no. Where there's books, like the covers. Well, it gives it a more cinematic never, feel. I know that's yeah. not what you said. Yeah, but but I just um, want to mention the I, fact as that a, as a fan of the books, I am I am pleased that they changed it just enough. They tweaked it just enough. That like as a fan of the books, I still don't know what's going on. I'm just like, mm-hmm. like okay, cool. Homelander's still the Homelander, which is terrifying. Huey's still kind of Huey. The uh, Frenchie's still the best character in the show, and like yeah, Bo. But they've tweaked it oh mm-hmm. so just much, enough. just enough to where <laughs> I can be like, I mean, like I don't know what's going on. Oh, how, oh, and I'm looking at Scott's is. eyes, and I just need to say like spoiler warning because he's so excited. I'm, I feel I'm like anything gonna... could come out. <laughs> <laughs> no, what? Man, well, let's move on. Go watch the boys. Watch the boys. And then stop talking. Guys, I'm sorry. We're moving pretty fast. Can I? Can I back it up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a second. We we hit a lot of stuff there, but I do want to say just as far as the Watchmen movie goes, I really enjoyed that movie. It's a great companion piece to the novel. I read the book. Adaptation as could be. I read the book right before the movie came out for the first time. I was like, "This movie looks awesome. I'm going to read it." So I went and bought it from like Barnes Noble or whatever. Went through the whole thing. Kind of skipped over the uh, like the newspaper things in the middle. I was like, "I just need to get the story." All right, all right, all right. I didn't realize, and I saw the movie, and I was like, "This is great because I could see." Scenes in the movie that were directly ripped from the book. I like, love uh, the way they used the, the funeral music in that. and stuff like that, and like everybody's got their black umbrellas. And I was like, I I read this a couple the days way, ago. The way the, the way the scene transitions happened with the use of mm-hmm. the music, because uh, if yeah. you've read the no- if you've read the novel, like they always like quote things they and do. or like put music lyrics in like before a chapter ends, and like when it's like this like okay all along so the Watchtower good. like when yeah. uh, when Rorschach and Night Owl are going towards Ozymandias' mm-hmm. fortress, mm-hmm. it's like and that's playing and I'm just like oh it's so metal yeah. it's yeah. so Batman it's so, so cool so Batman so good. Uh, I mean obviously they changed the end, but that's one yeah, of the things I, you were sort I, of talking I hear about. This like, new, only- which one of the reasons I I'm not saying that we're literally going to get a visual representation of the Watchmen novel Mm -hmm. in this new show in flashbacks, but the big set pieces that it references, we're going to get flashbacks to a similar way that in the Watchmen novel, we got flashbacks to the Minutemen. Right. We're going to get flashbacks in this new show to the Watchmen events and this new show 
approach to the chronology. It's a sequel to the would, novel. Well, it's a sequel to the I novel, would, not a sequel. Hang on. It's a sequel to the novel and not a sequel to the movie. Yeah. So the giant squid coming down to mm-hmm. New York is what actually happened, what happened in this show. So I didn't read the, what's it called? The new Watchmen or whatever it is. Like the, there was more Watchmen. Uh, before Watchmen. I believe that was what it was before called. Before Watchmen? Before Watchmen were like shows like kind of the origin. Um, they were shit. Okay, they were shit. Okay, never mind. They weren't good. Okay, so this has... Uh, that by and doesn't large. Put, okay, all right. Well, and this has Damon Lindelof. Oh, there you go. Who does good shit. So. Yeah, but um, no, I'm I'm super stoked for the new Watchmen show. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. Oh, God, it's going to well, be... let's get back to Disney for yeah. a second. Yeah, let's yeah, talk about uh, this new streaming service they got coming out because they debuted... Since the last time you were here, Scott, they debuted... Uh, Mandalorian footage, no, which looked amazing. They gave us a whole new Star Wars trailer, but I'm more excited about the Mandalorian than I am episode nine. It's like, because, okay, it's because like it's a down and gritty thing. See, like the best part about Star Western. Wars is the, yeah, like as a, as a Star Wars fan, like as a lifelong Star Wars fan, I've been in love with the movie since I was six years old. Um, as a lifelong Star Wars fan, when the movies were done, and I had to wait about two or three more years before the prequels came out after I'd seen the movies. Uh, when the movies were done, like, I had to really go into the comic book universe. Yeah. I had to go to the extended universe that is no longer canon, sadly, because there's a lot of, there's a lot of crap. Red there's Kong. a lot of good stuff. They're still pulling some in, though. Yeah, they're, they're, they can call and cherry pick, and I'm hoping they do that because there's a lot of good stuff in there. There's a lot of crap. But I had to go into the comic books and a lot of the stuff. And one of the things I found myself drawn to as a Star Wars fan was the down and dirty, the kind of gritty mm-hmm. part that didn't involve Jedi. Um, I play a lot of tabletop RPGs. The best Star Wars RPGs I've ever played did not involve Jedi whatsoever. We were usually bounty hunters in the Outer Rim, and we got to deal with like the more seedy aspects of the Star Wars universe. We didn't want to be the holistic like mm-hmm. ripoff of Dune paladins. Like, paladins. No, we wanted to be. We wanted to be the guy. We wanted to be IG88. We wanted to be Boba Fett, man. Like. And I think that's why The Mandalorian is much more exciting because whereas Episode Nine is a continuation and hopefully the end of the Skywalker trilogy or the story, um, we get to see like that broader kind of lived in dingy universe. Like, yeah, he's a Mandalorian. He's a badass. We're going to see. has got jets. He's Boba the Fett, son. Well, and it brings it back full circle to what we were talking about earlier is these big companies realizing that they can put these properties instead of having to pay distribution fees and all this and send shit to movie theaters. Mm. We'll just create our own fucking streaming service. Exactly. Send it straight to that. And then all we got to pay is production costs. Mm -hmm. So they're able to put 100% of that movie into the show instead of having to pay advertising, instead of having to pay like distributor costs and and all this. And so this Mandalorian show comes from a Boba Fett, like the remnants of a, of a Boba Fett movie. Mm Mm-hmm. They've greenlit an Obi-Wan show. That's the remnants of an Obi-Wan And, movie. I mean, and Ewan McGregor. Uh, like, Ewan uh, McGregor's uh, coming back. They've got a Cassian Andor show coming, basically a prequel to a prequel with, like, spy shit. And I'm totally down with that. Yeah. Uh, and there was another one. I can't remember what. Maybe, like, more, like, early, uh, was it, was, like, uh, more, like, early, like, rebellion stuff before Luke gets involved? Maybe, yeah. Because yeah, that... Well, that, I think that's what the Cassian Andor show was Because, be. I mean, the, uh, because the best part of Rogue One for me was that third act. Yeah. The third act of Rogue One was great. Yeah. I'm like, why can't we have more of, like, the rebellion doing stuff without yeah, the yeah. Jedi? I love yeah. the Jedi, don't get me wrong, but, like... 
Space Wizards kind of like make everything a little yeah. OP. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would love to see like, oh yeah, no, like so, like what if the rebellion like just captured a bunch of stormtroopers? Ah, we can't take prisoners. Pew pew pew. Like, what kind of mortal limb is that? That'd yeah. be neat. For, for the record, OP for all of you noobs out there means overpowered. Yeah. Oh anyway. yeah, because they're not gonna understand that but all Jane. the other nerdy <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly what's a mandalorian <laughs> but, um, <laughs> news uh, uh, yeah but as far as it's like, like the- an orange Sorry. <laughs> uh, like a Mandarin. Yeah, was, but as far as like uh, the Disney <laughs> streaming service is concerned, I am super stoked. Not only for like Marvel and the Star Wars stuff, but um, growing up in the uh, late '90s and early 2000s, like I did, um, my favorite Saturday morning cartoon block was Disney's One Saturday Morning, and there are rumors that they are going to put every single yeah. cartoon yeah. from the Disney afternoon and one Saturday morning. And I'm like, I got to get my pepper in fix on, baby. I thought you were a poor child. No, I was... Okay, see, I lived in multiple tax brackets, Jimmy. I started out poor. <laughs> then my mom like uh, developed uh, a, uh, a cocaine habit in real estate. And uh, like uh, rode that all the way up, and that's really where I fell in love with Pepper Ann. That's that's what what <laughs> marching Pepper in her own parade, Ann, Pepper Ann, marching in her own parade. Yeah, it's such a good, <laughs> such a good show. Some punk, um, let's some see here. The, like, I'm opening. just so so stoked because like they're gonna put a lot of their like cartoons from like the Disney Channel in. Uh, Saturday, uh, Disney's one Saturday morning and Disney afternoon, man, like watching all those old DuckTales episodes is going to be fantastic. That's pretty good. Yeah. No, there was a, so Bob Iger, who's a big Disney executive guy recently came out with a book. I want to pose this question talking about Disney is he, uh, said in this book that he, that George Lucas said he felt betrayed by Disney. Is that when Disney bought him out, George Lucas had uh, three story treatments, possibly four, depending on what I've heard, is that he had multiple story treatments. He called Disney the white slave drivers. Wow. <laughs> and he had to retract that statement. Yeah. But, uh, Can you, though? <laughs> like, and uh, so because you <laughs> say apparently, well, I retract that statement. We've and, uh, still yeah, got we're it still, recorded. Yeah, we're yeah. still so, talking about it. The sound yeah. But you still said it. But... Yeah, apparently uh, in this book, Bob Iger, who was part of the deal to buy the ship from George Lucas, he came to them with three or four scripts and was like, this is what I envision after. And apparently he, George Lucas felt real betrayed by Disney over their deal. And it wasn't something that was on the table that was like Disney. I don't, I don't believe Disney was shady about it in any way. I don't think they were like, well, George, you sell it to us. We'll go make these movies. I don't think it was like that at all. Do not. I just think George had the assumption that, well, of course, I'm the guy that created Star Wars. So, of course, they'll use my ideas. And they apparently scrapped them from the get-go. He's got that Napoleon complex, though. And the thing is, is George Lucas is one of the greatest storytellers of multiple generations. But he is not a good filmmaker, and he is not a good writer. Great storyteller, but not... A good filmmaker or writer and Disney's or director. A business. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're a business first. Well, what I was going to ask coming off that is, do you think Disney with Star Wars specifically has crapped the bed a little bit? 
Um, only in so much that they think it's like an evergreen franchise. And for the longest time, Star Wars was an evergreen franchise because it had the toys, it had the extended universe. It could make money in spite of itself. Was it though? Because think of where the prequels were up until The Force Awakens came out. When I was... Nobody wanted to fucking talk about the prequels. Nobody wanted to talk about the prequels, but it was making all that good cheddar off those comic books. Kids like the prequels, but nobody... I was 10. Nobody really loved the prequels. Up until The Force Awakens came out. And now, I, me included as a huge Star Wars Great fan, game. look back and I'm like, no, the prequels are, uh, they're not as bad as I remember. They are. They, they're uh, not. They are. Like, they know, I can okay, enjoy okay. them, but. Uh, episode Phantom, one is still terrible. Episode one's terrible, Phantom but Menace, two and uh, Phantom decent. Menace is a, uh, is a 90 or 120 minute long toy advert. I called that out when I was 10, mm. sitting in the theater just like, George Binks is racist. This is awful. The battle droids are kind of cool. <laughs> Don't forget about Newt, Newt Gunray. Have you guys seen that theory that Jar Jar Binks is like one of the best Sith? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He did Such cause a the downfall theory. of the like, Senate. He he's a propose. His yeah. essentially like you can't be that goofy and um, like so many things mm-hmm. happen where it's like oops. He's the drunken yeah, master. He's the, yeah, the said, drunken yeah. master. Yeah. Man, what a great theory. I mm-hmm. love. No, and yeah, for, for those makes, listening, it's basically George R. Binks. It's basically saying that George Lucas, after getting backlash in episode one from Jar, for George R. Binks, because it's terrible, um, decided to alter his writing. And George R. Binks was supposed to be the Phantom Menace, mm-hmm. the ultimate Sith, but due to backlash, he changed that. He's done. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, did he? Did he though? Because I remember, I remember getting the uh, he was still original. instrumental. I remember getting the uh, the DVD like after the prequels. Like it was like the brand new DVD. It came with like that uh, sweet documentary Empire of Dreams on it. Yeah, and, like it was it was yeah. like that was a really good documentary. Um, and but sadly, it was the extended it was the extended cut movies that had all the stuff added to them. And so I'm watching like and I binge watched them in a day. I like of course I was like all right, well it's the extended universe stuff. Whatever, I I'm okay. So I'm watching it, I'm watching it, get to the Return of the Jedi, and okay, all right, so they put Hayden Christensen in as the Blue Ghost. Yeah. yeah. All right, that's kind of disconcerting, whatever, and then all of a sudden they showed, like, smash cuts of all the different planets. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, so they're showing Naboo, all right, I'm okay with this. And then, at the very end, I hear, over the celebration, Wisa Free. Meaning Jar Jar, Jar Jar Binks yeah. survived the entire thing. Yeah, I remember that. We set free. Exactly. Yeah. And I think, I think what that means is like, I think that was a little fuck you from George Lucas to, to the fans. Yeah. No, no, no. It, it, it's, a, I think that's as, as pure a fuck you as End of yeah. Evangelion is to Evangelion fans. Like, hey, you didn't like this character. I really did. Hold on, Bite hold, a on dick. hold on, hold on. I, my girl's watching it for the first time ever. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, Bex, Bex, yeah, right. um, I, I'm, I'm talking directly to you now. Um, End of Evangelion uh, is not bad. It's just a fuck you to all the fans who obsessed way too much about raised tits. Right. <laughs> that is all. You know what bums me out about Star Wars, though, is like, uh, I don't know, I guess it was maybe 2009, 2010. They re-released episode one in mm-hmm. 3d and this before george lucas had sold to disney mm-hmm. and his plan and i remember even when i saw revenge of the sith in theaters before 3d movies were really a thing there were shots in there that i was like that's made for 3d right um well i guess it doesn't help unless somebody's talking yeah and uh so 
I remember seeing Revenge of the Sith, and so we were promised that we were gonna that he was gonna re-release again all six movies, uh-huh. and they were gonna be in 3D, and I was very excited about that. And all we got was Episode One in 3D because Terrible. Episode No one wants to. Okay, okay. So, and I, I remember that happening very clearly. I was and, totally down for like over the course of six years, yeah. release one a year. I was I totally remember, down for that, I, and I remember that very clearly because I remember saying to my friends like, "Hey, man, you want to go see Episode One in theaters?" And the entirety of them were just like, "No, fuck you. What's wrong with you?" <laughs> Had they released A New Hope, yeah, yeah. and then we would have gotten Empire, and then we would have gotten Return of the Jedi. It would have been like he watching Jer- because the- would have been like 96 all over again. And I think he was trying to replicate that success I, I, in like 2010. And I th- do think I it would have worked because there is a whole other generation of people that are younger than us that are in their early 20s or so. Who have that, never seen them in theaters. To them, though, like the way we feel about the original trilogy is how they feel about the prequel trilogy. And I know that's crazy, but that was their shit when they were kids the way the original trilogy was our shit. So for them, that was a huge deal. I mean, it made fine money, but he sold it to Disney and I guess they scrapped that plan. I, that I, I mean, I get, I mean, I guess, but like, I mean, I, I think there were diminishing returns as far as like that went because episode one has the stigma around it as well. It should George Lucas should be ashamed of himself. Yeah. Um, it's one of those situations where it's like, okay, maybe it underperformed. Like, sure. It doesn't cost them that much money to put it out. And whatever money it makes, it's still going to be a profit because mm-hmm. it's already shot. Mm-hmm. Like, you only have to throw money at the advertising budget. And it's like, oh, hey, there's a Star Wars film in theaters. Okay, well, better go, better go watch it. I think it might have underperformed. And it's like, eh, it's not really worth it to put the other, you know, five movies out. I just, because of Star Wars, we'll never have another Star Wars, if that makes sense. Yep. Like, they'll yeah. never they'll never stop doing remakey I would. Stuff. I mean, I would love. I would love a side they're, story. No one. They're never gonna. I know. But what I'm saying is, like, we'll never get that. Like, oh, this new thing. You know what I mean? That's like such mm-hmm. a big hit because, like, we're constantly just like, well, we know they're gonna uh, pay to see this name that they've heard before. Like you just said, oh, there's another Star Wars. Better go see it. Like, we're never gonna give any. Like, there's never gonna be any. Like, oh my God, what was that? whole new yeah. fucking world you're not gonna experience you're not gonna see that's get, what i thought these avatar movies were gonna be uh, uh, oh you mean you mean when he finally gets around to making them god damn it that's what i like the way the way i remember watching the well just avatar because it's the only one that we have um when i went and saw that you in theaters gully either way there's only about Dances 20 stories you can tell i'm not even a, griping about that is it's just <laughs> I loved it when I first saw it because I'd never seen anything like that. I've uh, never I mean, seen 3D like that. It looked amazing. Uh, from a technical but it is not beautiful. aged well. It set the standard for every movie going forward after that. But that movie is like I haven't seen okay. it in a while, but yeah. like I mean from a technical it, standpoint. You don't give I remember, a fuck about it anymore. No, from a technical I standpoint, did. I remember being blown away by it. I was like, okay, this is really cool. It stands with wolves with blue cat people, but you know, hey, like that's that's what it is. Um it's it's not bad uh, as far as, like, storytelling goes. And, like, to your point, there's only, like, 20 things you – like, there are only, like, 20 uh, 
stories you can tell. But yeah, like he needs to get off his ass and um, make another one, I guess. If you well, I thought wants. that was going to be the next big sci-fi franchise when I saw it. I was like, oh, this is where we're going. Well, well but no, he and he, you like, got to think been- that when that came out, Star Wars was not getting ready to have a movie come out every year or every other year. Mm-hmm. So it's like. To me, this was the next, as a sci-fi lover, this was the next big, awesome sci-fi franchise. And then it just kind of came and went, and uh, it was kind of lackluster. And no, there was a lot of porn made so, with it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I remember that one, uh, Happy Harry. Like, uh, Although I really didn't enjoy the porn that was made with it because, like, I mean, that implies that he's sticking his dick so, in his oh horse. So before we get into porn based on Avatar, yeah, right. <laughs> uh, we're, I, I want to go back to what Jimmy was saying real quick about how... It, you're not going to capture that essence of Star Wars again. You're not going to get the um, the Corellian cruiser going off For the, like in the yeah. very first shot, and no one has seen that before. There's yeah. not anything. I'm not going to say there's not anything that air quotes no one's seen before. Well, at that time, but, though, in '77, that was a right. big fucking deal. I, exactly, and, I mean, and yeah, that's the thing. You're not going to get that anymore. No, as far not, as practical effects go, as far as practical effects go, Star Wars is one of the mm-hmm. best. Like as far as analog practical effects, mm-hmm. one of the absolute best. Like I still remember being a little kid when the VHSs came out, and like I'd never heard of Star Wars. I saw the Darth Vader cutout. My mom thought I would absolutely love that movie. And being like, okay, cool. And in the course of a day, I watched the entire trilogy. Then I watched it again mm-hmm. and again and again. Mm-hmm. And oh I my god, Surf I was, Ninjas. Yeah, oh, I watched I Surf Ninjas. Wait, 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 wait. Surf Ninjas isn't that the one where like he predicted what was going to happen with yeah, the game was, gear? Uh, yeah, with the game with gear. The game yeah, gear. it also and had uh, what was? I'm sorry, I just totally like no, you're r- good. Stole That's all that with, with <laughs> one with two words, Surf Ninjas. What was uh? Rob Schneider. Yeah, it was his, one of his first movies. Rob Schneider was like it. their best friend in Surf Ninja. That's right. I will, I he will wasn't there like, they're like Sensei ninjas. or whatever. No, no their, sensei was, was, uh, their like, sensei was like, uh, was like, uh, like a guy who kind of looked like uh, Pat Moria, who was Mr. Miyagi in uh, yeah. Karate Kid. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't him because like he was, no. Yeah, D-list. It, it was like D-list a D-list. Miyagi. It was like a D-list version of uh, Mr. Miyagi. He was like a young dude, though. No, I, I thought it was like Grandpa. Dude, Remember, there was a, I uh, watched uh, Surf Ninjas like Christians read the Bible. That was a good one. Yeah, I remember Surf Ninjas. What do you guys think of this beer I just poured? All I've done is smell it. I've been waiting on some information about it. Yeah, we are we on our new beer. This is a beer podcast. Yeah, this is... From Ingrature, it's a combo collaboration from Ingrature Brewing and Untitled Art. Is the cookies and cream Imperial Stout? I have to say, contains lactose and natural flavors. Brewed and canned by Untitled Art and Ingrature Brewing in Wanakee, Wisconsin. Mm. I've um, I twelve uh, percent ABV. Exactly. Oh. Little, little, dis- little disclosure: I have had this beer before, once before, uh, not so long ago, and I was so blown away by it Whoa. that I did not mind paying $20 for a four pack, which is what we have to pay around here. 12% it's, for it's like tall chocolate. Body. It's like yeah. graham cracker and chocolate and it's glorious. This is so good. No, the, I, I drank that in lieu of dinner. That's how yeah, good this, it was. This is hearty. <laughs> yeah. It's hearty for yeah. sure. It's because I'm mm. pork. What's That's why I wanted to finish with it. Can I see the can? Oh. You wanted to finish with it, but I do have another one over here. God damn. Is that the moon on the can? It is. Uh, Untitled Art's known for like weird, like, 
can art, which is actually why they're so expensive. Beer marketing is just insane they right now. Yeah, so they do, is, but yeah, beer they get marketing. A different artist for yeah, no, beer. yeah, for Untitled Art. Uh, beer marketing is just insane right now, though, because it's like, uh, like, that's where a lot of the money goes. Mm-hmm. Ingredients, mm-hmm. ingredients, kind of stay fairly static as far as price mm-hmm. goes, but uh, like as far as like it's advertising your, goes, it's all about your image. You know what I mean? Like, well, yeah, and I mean, like, if somebody like, okay, for instance, like you said to your point, you've said you're not a beer guy. If you saw this, and I'm showing them the can right now, if you saw this on a shelf, you'd be intrigued, wouldn't you? What is that? Cookies and cream? Ain't no way that tastes like a cookie. The moon? I thought it was the moon, yeah. It looks like the moon, but I think yeah, it's but like, a would you I think be intrigued it's a by that packaging? I would. Like, does that draw you in? Does that like, oh, maybe let me take a look at that. Yeah. Is this a collaboration? Yes, it is. Uh, I'm talking about specializes in collaborations along with, there, Jared. Um, yeah. Along with Angry Chair Brewing, this one. Yeah, Angry Chair Brewing. Um, one of my favorite ones by these guys is uh, called Fudgesicle. Tastes like straight-up fudgesicle in a can. This one's, like, stuck in the back of my throat. Oh, it's it, it's a It's a straight-up dessert beer. Like, it's you're like paying you're anywhere. paying $20 for a four-pack. You're only going to drink one in a night. For the record, you keep saying 20 bucks a four-pack. <laughs> Down at Riverside, Wine and Spirits, you can get a tall boy for six bones. That's cool. You could get yeah. a tall that, boy for this, $6 at Beverage World. Yeah. This one this one beer <laughs> we're drinking is six bucks. It's great. This and worth it. Was six bucks. Yeah, that <laughs> yeah. Uh, the thing six is bucks. as a thing yeah. uh, well, I mean, yeah, and but this right here. We're comparing like uh, fancy Pardon. apples to PB oranges. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, PB oranges. Oh, this guy. Nicely done. Man, man Tanner, you're super <laughs> funny. You should be a comedian. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, it's great. You don't you totally don't hate your peers or like, you know, get, get, get <laughs> or myself or, or yourself <laughs> or get disenfranchised by like by the weird political structure that happens. <laughs> not at all. We uh we do have a couple empty glasses left. And not that this yeah, is gonna hold a candle. Here. To either of these, but it will cut through the stouts. uh, Afterburner here. Yeah, it'll it'll cut through the stouts. This is the Chatty Crusher Session IPA. Chatty Crusher from Big River. Chatty Crusher. Mm -hmm. Uh, Co-brewed by, I believe, uh, TC naturally, and I believe it's Tanner. I sent you a picture of who brewed it with her. His name's Tanner. Uh, sorry, Spencer. Oh. Close. Spencer Tilkemeyer. Mm-hmm. Spencer Tilkemeyer. Sorry, Spencer. Uh, let's see here. Uh, guest brewer Spencer Tilkemeyer helped us brew this delicious, drinkable IPA. The name says it all. The Chatty Crusher Session IPA had some of this. I ran it at the pre-shift meeting at my restaurant today. Oh. Gave it to all the servers who were over twenty-one, of course. <laughs> and. Uh, Everyone's pretty much loving it. It is light-bodied, uh, really easy drinking, and still has that nice hop character that you probably will not like, actually. But I'm going to give you some anyway. All right. Let's just see what this nose is like. Smells like an IPA. <laughs> uh, yeah, it does. Lots of grapefruit in this guy. Very upfront with the grapefruit I'm getting off the nose. Mm-hmm. Again, highly filtered. It's crystal clear. Yeah, it's super clear. Does look like a session. I believe this one is also just over five percent. Uh, uh, I noticed you just killed your. Uh, what was that? The was pumpkin. It? Yeah, I was about to say yeah. like savor get, this guy. Get it out of the way. Yeah, I'm, I'm keeping this one over here. Yeah, savor that bad boy. Oh yeah, no problem. 
Cookies and cream. Go out and buy it if you can find it. Steal it if you have to. For sure. Riverside has quite a few. Hey, bud, we need to talk after the show. (laughs) (laughs) Go on, Scott. That's a lot more classic classic of an IPA, Mm -hmm. I'd say, for sure. But easy to uh, kill a bunch of them. Oh yeah, no. I would destroy that. Absolutely, one really good. That is that is going it to be. It tastes me. like nothing. Mm-hmm. That is me. That is me throwing insults at the third baseman at the Chattanooga Lookouts yeah. with Reed Landry right there in a with, glass. Maybe this. the beer yeah. at the third baseman, like hey, <laughs> like uh, I would. I could probably kill a, uh, a twelve pack of that and still kind of be okay. Five point three percent. Five point three percent. Okay, well maybe a six pack then. Much like much like the Oktoberfest, it's low five percent. Mouth feels decent. It's got actually got a nice, really clean finish. That's actually what I really like about that. Um, it doesn't linger. Jimmy, do you uh, feel it lingers? Uh, I mean, it. I mean, in comparison to to what we have on the table, yeah, it definitely, it's definitely hanging. Uh, like I said, it's it's got a more, it's got a, it's got a lot more of a classic IPA taste, and uh, I'm not crazy about ipas uh but it's not it's not the most invasive thing i've ever i've ever tasted it's got it's it's nice <laughs> no, i mean i i mean no, i'm uh, digging it spot it's on got, yeah it's de- you know it. like yeah there's there's definitely been plenty of like yeah like i could i could drink i could drink a couple cans of that right there for yeah. sure if i was no super, but like if i had these other guys out crushing. here if you were you know chatty I mean? crushing them yeah, exactly. If mm-hmm. I was ch- if I was trying to chat crush these guys, then yeah. I mean, no, it's it's super drinkable. Um, I could, once again, you know, like pulling up to uh, Big River, I could uh, definitely uh, see myself like having to take an Uber home after about six or seven of these guys, um, because these are it's smooth, man. It's going down like candy, good and crisp. I would say this is good anytime kind of beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good ball game beer. Absolutely. Yeah. Like I said, like hurling insults at third baseman yep. of the Chattanooga Lookouts with Reed Landry. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like a great I bet time. he'd be down. Dude. Yeah. No, no, he totally would be. I let, yeah, That's one of the reasons I love baseball seasons. I really need to take him up on that one day. He's he's drunkenly offered a few times to take me out. If you don't want to see the end of the game, it's a great time. <laughs> I rarely want to see the end of a baseball game. Right. They last so long. So long. That is your whole evening if you go to a baseball game that starts at 7 Can't o'clock. Can we shorten it to five innings? Yeah. Where are these six inning little league games? But it's right. a pass. But it's a pastoral game, and I've said it once. I've said it a million times. Baseball would be more interesting if they went back to the old style of play. That is if to say, they had lightsabers. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> if they went back to the old style of play, where like I don't want to see millionaire super athletes who have been trained since they were seven like hit a baseball. I want to see the mine worker who just lost his job and has severe autism mm. throw uh, a fastball. <laughs> I thought you were talking back to the uh, the good old days of baseball when everyone was on steroids. Because right. no, no. Man, no, no, fuck crazy that, fuck shit that. going on. I thought on. you were talking about segregation. I do Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> the good old days. Yeah, the good old days. When like, America I mean, no, 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 was guys, great. guys, guys, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Babe Ruth with an Instagram account would be amazing. Oh my God. Ty Cobb on Twitter. Can you imagine? He'd yeah. be like shooting, taking pictures, like at a, at the plate. Like here, I'm pointing with my bat. It's going <laughs> over there. Well, no, I mean, because come on, because I mean, you take a look at guys who play baseball right now, and they're just like, they're just like, oh yeah, they're toned, they're ripped, they're like, you know, like uh, they're totally on like it, it regulation. Wants a story steroids. with it, you want a story? 
No, no, no. I want. I know. I don't want to want Casey at the back. I just don't, lost no. his job. That's literally. No, I don't. No, I don't. No, I don't want a story. You know what the story I want? I want the guy who throws the wicked curveball, who lost three fingers in a wheat threshing accident, and literally Sound, can't do anything you else. Just, you want just Shoeless added Joe. a bunch of stories? I want Shoeless Joe Jackson. I want a guy indicted for gambling on the World Series as he was playing it. Mm-hmm. That's fun. Yeah. That's the kind of like that's the kind of people who were attracted to baseball back in the day, and that's what would make it interesting. Just saying. I just want to see people play professional sports where steroids are encouraged. Yes. Everyone's like, on the same why? playing yeah. field. Exactly. Every, yeah, you can. Super soldiers. Exactly. Super soldiers. <laughs> Dude, I'm totally down for steroids Throwing them as sports. fast as they can. 150 like, mile an hour fastballs. Yeah. Dude, have you? There's a video circulating online. I got. I got to wind this thing down soon. But there's a video circulating online. If I remember, I'll add it to the show notes. But it is, uh, gymnastics from the Olympics the first year it was added, versus gymnastics at the Olympics now. They're twirling around like Batman and ninjas these days. Mm. Back then, it was literally if you could just like throw your leg over the bar. (laughs) You were good. You know, I mean, like, uh, I was uh, I was telling uh, the boys here, I was uh, I was watching some old Olympic uh, footage. Um, like, I, I feel like we should encourage Olympic athletes to smoke unfiltered cigarettes because that would make <laughs> track and field a lot better, I think. It's more like competitive. Get halfway around and have to stop. For and a then let them do steroids. Right. Turns a sprint Absolutely. into a marathon. Yeah. I'm totally down if. For perform, I mean that. I mean, hot, guess hot take right there, but yeah. I mean, have, uh, have let him do steroids. Pictures? I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Let him hit a ball two miles. I'm just giving you shit. If someone's pissed <laughs> off, that's awesome. Somebody, yeah. yeah. Like if you right. miss the catch, you're just <laughs> dead. Jimmy, you're Jimmy. You're talking about mutant <laughs> league football now, Dude, right. or robots. <laughs> Done. You know, yeah, robot working. suits, mech fighting, whatever. <laughs> Done. Let's do it, man. Done. Whatever Oops. happened? Didn't the so America uh, versus did, Japan that exactly? Mech fight? Didn't yeah, that yeah, ever? Yeah. Did yeah. that ever happen? Yeah, actually, yeah, it did. And um, okay, so Screw from a technical no, from a technical perspective, they actually built giant robots, which is really cool. But then they tried to inject like weird, like fake reality TV show stuff into it, uh, and that was stupid. So true. I haven't seen what it, like, but yeah, no, like there was an actual mech fight at one point. It was really cool, but yeah, no. See, I heard about it. I got all the lead up and none of the none of the payoff. It's I mean, there. you could. You I mean, it, it's on. It's not on YouTube. You could probably watch like just type in like and America versus Japan mech fight. <laughs> That's what I was. Dude, do. Russia has. Uh, which this isn't getting into uh, Donnie's Buzkashi, mm-hmm. but Russia. I got bored one night. I was like, I'm not interested in MMA. Or boxing. Like, Dude, I want pure algorithm. chaos. Jesus. But Russia has a sport. It's uh, multi-man MMA. It's, oh, yeah. I've seen that. It's MMA. It's just like five yeah. on five dudes on some foam course yeah. where they can, like, jump down at each other. and It's essentially like, okay, so everybody starts off. And it's like, I don't know if this is the rules. But, like, everyone runs to, like, a specific dude, and they start fighting that dude. And it's, like, the first person that gets, like, a KO on somebody else just starts helping his boy. So it's essentially whichever (laughs) team KOs someone first, (laughs) because then the next dude just gets jumped. (laughs) I mean, actually, those two guys now take that guy out very fast, and now you've got two new dudes (laughs) coming to whoever's still fighting. It it really is. like I mean, like, that's the only only unentertaining part of that thing because I know what you're talking about I've seen that like five on five stuff yeah. and it's really entertaining until that first guy goes down yeah. and then you're like okay well Uh-oh. then two guys 
Exactly. <laughs> now it's just a so gang is it, fight. Is it, does it go in a line, like flip well, cup, no, or is well, it actually, coming from I, both sides? Well, actually, the, the, the few videos I saw were, like, they all kind of squirt off in, like, various parts of the arena. Yeah. And then, like, one guy like one guy would actually get knocked out, Whoever and he was like, oh, like, he's done. The other guy who knocked him out goes to, like, whoever's closest and, and just like, jumps. Yeah, no. Okay. And just I jumps on whoever whoever's, like, fighting his boy. I was watching a three. I was watching a three V three thing. And it's like, whenever there's a KO, everybody stops and it restarts. But now you're down a guy. Right. And then it restarts and it's three versus these two who are kind of like back against the wall. And then, uh, the next guy that goes down, they stop it. And then you can either go, fuck this. I'm not going to fight these three guys, (laughs) which is what I saw. They were like, uh, no, we're calling it. You know, so you don't have to just yeah. see like someone a die. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, what I want to see, and this came up for like a little while. I haven't seen anything about it uh, recently, but it's like it's like uh, gladiator fights with like weapons and stuff. But the suits that they've developed, like, will tell you like what was a kill shot, what was you know what I mean, like Sensors stuff like that. Shit like that. So yeah, it's like a, it's like your two Iron Man type guys. So it's like deadliest warrior with weapons. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like and deadliest warrior it, meets American gladiators is what it sounds like. Yeah, only the guys. Have from you guys the seen? Sh- have you guys? Speaking of odd sports, I'm sorry to interrupt. Have you guys seen uh, the like parkour tag, professional tag? That no, they have? no, dude. It's that like watching two like ninjas like chase that. each other down, and it's like okay, so they've got this area with all these obstacles and bars and stuff. And it's like one guy, like, you know, ding, like, and the guy right. has to come across the thing to get you. And they're all like professional traceers, like just jumping, flipping, doing all that. And it's That's like, fucking crazy. it's dope. It's really cool. <laughs> oh yeah. My God. If you want some, to, to waste some time on YouTube, professional tag is all right, legit. I, I got one for you. Uh, on Netflix, there is a show right now called Hyperdrive. Hyperdrive is dope. Have you, I've never seen it. You've Hyperdrive. not seen it? Have you, Tanner, have you watched Hyperdrive? It is American Ninja Warrior in With cars. cars. Yeah, yeah, Wait. Hey, sorry, sorry, oh, wait, sorry. No, not, wait, I have I didn't seen mean this. to say American Ninja Warrior. It's Ninja Warrior I have cars. seen this. Actually, yeah, yes, I have this seen is this. amazing. Yeah. No, yeah. It, it, no, I'm just so like, good. I'm just like, I, I, I'm, I'm marveling at like some of these guys. It's just like, yeah. yeah, this guy finished really poorly, and I'm like, this guy could be a stunt driver in any fucking oh, movie. Oh, any of them could. It is crazy. And the and like halfway through, like, like it's it's elimination and stuff like that, and then... Uh, like halfway through the season, you're like, oh yeah, no, this guy's not gonna make it, and blah, blah blah. And then they have like a losers bracket, and the winner of the losers bracket in episode like six out of ten gets to come back. Oh, dope! Have you not watched the whole thing? No, no, no. I've the seen like three The winner of the losers episodes. bracket gets to come back and keep on racing, Dude. and they don't get they don't get but like ten minutes or whatever in between races to fix their cars. Yeah. And by the end, by episode like nine or 10, there's people with like no hood and their bumpers are like hanging off and shit like that. It is crazy. No, that show's really good. It is good. so good. Yeah. I don't know, and, like, man. They've like, got like drifters, muscle yeah. cars, yeah. like all these guys. There's a dude with a, uh, with a Lamborghini who's drifting all over the place. Dude. <laughs> I don't it understand how insane. you can move a car that expensive. It is <laughs> like, so I'd crazy. be in there like, please, God, if a bug <laughs> hits 
my car. <laughs> like, yeah. um, but that's, I guess, a poor man's perspective. It is insane. Yeah. They've got different They've obstacles got- and stuff, and like they change. They ch- every episode they upgrade a little bit, and so like. You know, instead of instead of one and it's target their car, that you have by to, the way. yeah, it's, it's their own their built own car, car that they brought with them. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. What was that one girl in like episode one? She's like from some like backwoods and like, like country. Mm-hmm. No, like it was not like it was like a far off cut. Like one of the producers was from the same place, and she's like. Yeah. Just like the queen of yeah, doing yeah. donuts goes, or whatever, mm-hmm. and this she, like she looks like she's twelve, but she's like yeah. twenty. That and oh, South Africa is where they're from because yeah. she talks just like Diane Twerk. Uh Is it <laughs> Charlize Theron? Is the executive I'm producer? Gonna, I'm not. Gonna I believe what? something like that. Look at look it up. Real I mean, quick. Charlize like, Theron drive. produces a lot of weird stuff. Did you yeah. know she's actually a producer but, on Mindhunter? No, that's yeah. a great awesome. show. Mind also Hunter. fantastic. I'm about halfway yeah, through season two. Uh, oh, dude, no. Have you gotten to the Have you gotten to the part with Charlie Manson yet? No, not yet. Uh, they're talking about how they're uh, based on. Get to uh, no, based on. I've mentioned this before on previous episodes. Based on how well he did on Mindhunter, Quentin Tarantino saw like rushes from the season and cast him in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Who? Based on Tarantino. Um. Quentin Tarantino? The, the actor. I know who Quentin Tarantino is. I mean, what actor? The actor uh, who plays Charlie Manson in Mindhunter season two. Oh, the guy that plays Charlie. Oh, okay. In season okay. two, um, he, uh, he got cast in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood based on the strength of his performance in season two of yeah. Mindhunter. Nice. And the, the uh, Mike Moe, who plays Bruce, Bruce Lee in that movie, kind of did the same thing. Yeah, no, um, and I mean, God, oh, Mike Mo, I I cannot gush enough about Once Upon a Time. What do you guys no, think about that Bruce Lee scene? I know there's a lot of controversy. I thought it was fine. I thought it was great because yeah. Bruce Lee, because Bruce Lee was very cocky, he was very sure of himself. And um, Tanner, I had to point this out, like during our review of it, uh, he was just like, he was like, oh, I thought Brad Pitt's character was being racist when he called him Cato, and I'm like, yeah. well, n- no, he was actually shooting yeah, on yeah. set with at the Green Hornet, so he calls yeah. him Cato for a reason, right. and maybe also to be a little racist. But yeah. like, it's like I love the way he portrayed because like I am this kind of nerd I have seen a lot of documentaries about well, Bruce Lee I've watched a lot of interviews with Bruce Lee to make up a fictional thing where like some macho American dude just hands it to Bruce Lee he doesn't um, necessarily hand it to him like, yeah, to, I mean, to that's, that's, the, that's the whole movie it, though I mean, to, like, to, to make uh, up some American fiction where <laughs> Charles Manson's family doesn't dude, kill so Sharon I, Tate I watched I watched <laughs> this whole fucking movie without knowing that it was based in reality whatsoever mm. and what a ride <laughs> yeah no um okay <laughs> so but uh, going back to going back yeah. to the point like people who are saying like, like there's a controversy about that you know what it's doing and i said this in the review you know what it's doing uh, and i didn't realize it because i didn't know what the end of the moving w- movie was it's establishing that brad pitt's character is a threat because like bruce lee all you have to do is say like to the common man like hey bruce, bruce lee, lee badass mm-hmm. like you immediately think like oh that's one of the toughest fighters of all time yeah. he's, a, he's a hard man and like if you have brad pitt's character that's bruce lee even just a little bit yeah. you just know like oh he's a competent fighter mm. so smash cut about an hour and a half later because it's a very meandering but also extremely yeah. entertaining film thanks Quentin when he's like when he just destroys the manson family you're like oh that's believable he, he took on the bruce shit lee. out of that lady with a dog food can with a Dog Man, food. No, no, Some no. When he grabs Tex, Watts, Tex Watson's head and just like, good. Like, <laughs> I feel like he should have been yelling, ding, ding, ding. Right. Like, but no, the whole thing is like, I love that scene with the Bruce Lee character because like, it's just like, like simply for that one line, it's just like, no, 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 no. This Cliff was beating Bruce. And it's like, hey, hey, 
no one was beating up Bruce. Bruce is fine. Right, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, no, no, no. Bruce is fine. <laughs> Nobody was beating up Bruce. Uh, I don't know. That. Don't do it. You can't do it. I can. It's an accent. It's an accent. Yeah. Oh, that man. That Jim McCarr says otherwise. Dude, it's like, that's my car. Whoops. So, yeah, I love that one more thing. I love that. Like Quentin Tarantino was just like, they know I like feet. I'm gonna <laughs> fucking. Yeah. Oh, he, this is go. my uh, coup d'etat. He so didn't feet. even ask him to wash him, dude. He, he goes full hand with the foot. So much feet in. My I was mom, like, I took my parents like, to see that movie because I was like, they grew up during that era. So I was like, yeah. my parents are. Ri- they're not huge Tarantino fans. Uh, I was thinking, and I was 100 percent right on this. They love that movie. I was like, I'm going to take them to see this because they'll really like this movie. Yeah, it's and even my mom, not knowing anything about Tarantino, was like, "What? What was the deal with all the feet?" <laughs> right. Well, no, I mean, could, do we? Can we? Can we know the Tarantino went and watched movies barefoot? Maybmaybe we'll never know because Charlie Manson's a bastard. That many right. shots, but I mean, did I enjoy feet. what I got? Absolutely. Yeah. I don't really have a foot fetish, but that movie kind of made me like, oh, maybe there's something to this. I and don't know. that's the power he has. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, oh, yeah. <laughs> now, uh, what do you guys got going on? That's uh, coming footnotes. up. Man. Uh, I'll just yeah, some footnotes. Yeah. Uh, I'm coming back. Like a, uh, I had to take a sabbatical for a while. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'll be open mics. I'll uh, be around. The open so. mics are uh, Monday at Honest Pint, Tuesdays at... Where's where's Ashley Hunt Saturday? Smith? Well, Hutton Smith has one, but like yeah, that's but more that's of a, a that's show. a show. Yeah. That's not a mic. I, I, anyway, you should go to the uh, Hutton and Smith shows if you ever see them pop up because yeah, they're fucking Ashley funny. Saturday, uh, Chris, the Chris Hill hosts those and they're great. Um, Ashley Wednesdays. Saturday has one. Yeah, Wednesdays, Wednesdays JJ's Bohemia, Thursdays. assuming there's no electrical issue. Mm. Uh, Thursday <laughs> is Barley Chattanooga. My good friends uh, Natasha and Ethan McFall, they. They run that show. Ethan they are. Ethan McFall runs that show. Ethan McFall runs it. <laughs> Whenever he can be bothered he to. He likes to say the N-word a lot. That's what, what I've heard. That's what I've heard. That's what I've heard. Is this some kind of weird like, beef folks? situation? That's what I've heard. I've known, oh, is it because I've he didn't show up to I've never heard him say that. No, no just in general. Play. He likes to say the N-word a lot. I don't think he that's does. true. I don't believe I can't let you cancel a friend I wasn't trying to cancel him. I was just trying to put it out there in the world. I was just trying to let everyone know. But no, yeah. You said it at least once. Me, one of the... One of the main reasons no, I did I'll, this I know, show. No, I'll tell you why. Yeah, is Ethan was supposed to come here tonight, and I've had a whole thing that I've been working on for weeks Damn. for the next time that Ethan gets here <laughs> on this show, where I was going to do my little ad read, and it's like, yeah, make sure you get on down to Riverside and uh, boo chat at the Hopton Network, two days, blah, blah. After I do my ad read, and I hit the... And so the music fades out, and then it comes back in, and I... I hit the mics in, they all fade in, and I'm like, dude, Ethan, quit saying the N-word. So here we are, back at it for episode 210 of the Brew Chat Podcast. Mm-hmm. And then he your didn't mic show was off, up. Ethan. He did, <laughs> yeah, something like that, and he just didn't show up, so I couldn't do it. You I was so racist, ready. You piece of shit. We should have. No, um, He's like, yeah, I do no, not. Oh, I think no, see, that's what makes it great, is I talked about it tonight, and don't you guys mention to him, because I'll still do it. Yeah, right? I mean, yeah. yeah. Um, but Ethan totally listens to it. Right? No, yeah, not no. this episode. Sure. <laughs> no, because I mentioned doing it before, like four or five episodes ago, and he never mentioned it. That was my test. Right. And he was oh. never like, you're never going to say that I say the N word. And he never said that. So I'm like, you don't listen. Here's, yeah, exactly. here's, uh, no, here's my plug. I'm a battle rapper along with all the other stuff. I have a battle coming up on October 5th at, uh, 
at Sunday. No, it's a Saturday, Saturday. October fifth. It's a Saturday, and uh, you can buy your tickets online if you follow me on uh, Instagram. It's a uh, Nerd Dork N E R D O R K. Uh, the link is in the bio to uh, buy those tickets for cheap because at the door they're going to be a little more expensive. But it's at the Palace Theater. Uh, it actually starts at six, but that's only because like they're doing like a bunch of food and stuff because uh, you know, it's like ten bucks, so you get like food and they've got like bottle service, is what I heard. And uh, you know the show probably won't get started till around like eight thirty nine. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there's a lot of people battling. If you're in Chattanooga and you've never seen battle rap, it's super dope. A lot of really talented people in town. We got a bunch of people traveling from uh, Nashville and a, a couple other places. I think maybe Florida. Uh, I don't know, but I'm going to be battling. I'm the main event on that card. I'm going up against this dude named Dylan. Uh, Sounds like a dick. Dude, yeah. Dylan, not Dylan. He's Wait, Dylan, 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 Dylan. He rhymes, he rhymes, and he rhymes. You're doing this plug. Can we Can we have a little like a little bit of a taste? I was oh, going to ask I knew, I knew, I knew you were going to say. Uh, can we just have a little taste? Just yeah, like, just like, yeah, like some seasoning. You can have a taste. Uh, go to YouTube and search Nerd Dork, and you can see previous battles. No, I want to brew chat. No, son, I want to brew chat exclusive. If it was, if it was like, I can't, I can't say anything that I've been working on without giving away bars that are going to be drop uh, and, I, and I know for a fact freestyle my uh, yeah but that's not going to be the same thing if, it, if these aren't freestyle battles that's one of the things like people hear rap battle and they think like oh this is, they're going to be up there there's going there's no beat it's not freestyling we're not coming up with this off the dome there is a lot of aspects of freestyle to it where it's like oh like you might have just heard him it say something like competitive and you rebuttal slam poetry in a way right. in a way in yeah. a way it's 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 like poetry made to hurt someone yeah <laughs> It's like, okay. it's literally Instead like, I want, book. yeah, I want to tear this person apart with my words. Um, it's very vulgar. You know, it's definitely not a show for your kids. Um, but man, is it fun? And like, we got, we got a lot of talent uh, and it's at Palace Theater. It's been in a couple other sketchier locations in the past, uh, but now it's uh, in a very hipster-friendly spot, <laughs> so uh, <laughs> all of my scared white friends can come. Um, <laughs> I might show up. Yeah, now. right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun, and, uh, you know, I'd, I'd like to see I'd like to see all my people out there and, uh, you know, come have a good time and watch people destroy each other with, uh, with raps. Yeah, and you said that's on like October 5th? October 5th, yeah. yeah. Um, and it's, uh, like I said, probably show gets started around like 8.39. I'm the main event, so you're coming for me, obviously. Uh, you're not coming for Dylan, my opponent. Cause Dylan. No, no, yeah. that's too Dylon, much credit. Dylon, Dylon. It's giving this dude. I so am Dylan. Okay, so what I can say, like, well, you find out. Okay, Somebody you find out like weeks in advance. America, you find out weeks in advance who you're going to go up against, right? So, like, I knew that this is my opponent, so I've got this time to write all my bars. You googled for him. this guy. Three rounds, uh, three minutes around. Um, Whoa, I should be working minutes. on it now. I'm not Amir because uh, I love you guys. Three minutes on distance. Three minutes. Random. Three minutes. Just jokes, bars, like whatever you got, and it's all uh, cohesive and and awesome. Uh, you, I don't, I don't know what I could like. Okay, so like in one of this, us, a couple, a couple bars from I, I, I rap under the mantra of nerd or nerd dork, uh, and like one of one of my better 
uh, rounds from like another another uh, thing. I was going up against this dude named uh, Callie, who's a great rapper. He's done songs with like Don Trip and uh, a bunch of other ones. But he he decided he wanted to jump into battling for a little while. And uh, I told him ahead of time, I was like, hey, don't freestyle against me. Uh, I mean, I'll destroy you if you do that. Because um, you just can't freestyle bars that I've put time and effort into, like, writing. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah, they're yeah. not the same. Um, and in that, so here's your taste, Scott. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's what I like to see. I like, I like to dip my thumb in it, you know. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> like, they like said, nerd, lick. where you been? Says shit, I've been going in. Mama told me get on my Ryu and make sure you can feed your kin. I'm Kanye West. I guess that makes you Kim. Well, you're not as bright as her, but hell, I'm not as dark as him. Let's start again. I'm Tony Stark with dark intent. My heart's got shards of carbon, bitch. You're pepper pots with darker tits. I'm Iron Man and you're my bitch. Yeah, that's you see pretty that good. Hard nerd I like, shit. I like that. Kind of my. Niche. I like that a lot, actually. And I'm yeah. dangerous with it. Spitting <laughs> pock from my lips like his angel visits. I said I'm apocalypse. That's why angels with me. And even on a dark night, it's like Bane was with me. Shit. Homie, so big it's like his veins are ripping. Homie, so big he can't even fit in the car just to type to rest his hand on your chest. Like, do you feel in charge? Like, there's all sorts of fun <laughs> stuff. There's all sorts of fun oh, shit. Oh, that's yeah, great. So I love happen. it. Man. You know all what right, I mean? So it. it's and that uh, that that's online. You can check that battle out between me and him uh just search nerd dork on the YouTube. main event right you'll also here. see a bunch of cringy videos of me when i was younger i've been <laughs> rapping forever and there's some the bars are there okay the bars are there, <laughs> the bars are there. <laughs> but uh there's also a lot of cringe uh but yeah so october 5th uh, i'd like to see everybody out there also all the mics uh, that that me and Scott mentioned, those are always come support Chattanooga local comedy. Uh, like like Tanner mentioned in the in in the the intro. Uh, Look at comedy the, festival. Look at comedy festival, yeah. which yeah, I, I know. Didn't, uh, I didn't submit to, so I'm. Not, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not on it. I'm not on But I, uh, you know, I hate Donnie, but I love Donnie. So uh, <laughs> go ahead and support it, man. Come on, like it's Chattanooga. Yeah. I know a lot. Of I funny- hate Donnie, but I want a Donnie. I didn't want a Donnie I wasn't even nominated I want a Donnie award Yeah, highest, highest comedian I remember, I presented it to you That's the one I got I mean, I got mine about eight months Yeah, dude Post Because he helped make it No, 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 no Like, look at Comedy Festival You guys should totally check it out Because, like, Donnie's not funny But there are a lot of funny people on it And and Tanner's the only one who knows How to use a saw out of every comedian (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and uh, yeah, like hit us up on the open mics, yeah, man. Come yeah. out and see us. Support Chattanooga comedy, man. It's great. It was a, it was a pleasure. Uh, what's good. Big River got going on? Uh, Big River coming up. We have a new beer that we're what? about to tap. Uh, can I chime in real quick? Yeah, go for it. Uh, if you work at Big River and or any attachments, if when you do look at their training video, I'm an actor and uh, you are. I am in yes. their. Tr- I'm in yes. their. Uh, you their, are like, hiring that is video. Where we met. <laughs> yeah, I too am an actor. I was in a play. <laughs> there you go. But this is big river related. Yeah, this, you this can see me training getting fired videos. for racism. He had in the <laughs> little river. That is so. He's in the crazy. big river. Did you know I, that? I, I was yeah, the yeah, title character in that We've play. talked about that before. That yeah, is ridiculous. So big river ridiculous. Big river ridiculous. And yeah, no, because I was working at the corporate office, and I was part of the. It was one of the first things I did was yeah, looking through videos set, and hiring. No, okay, yeah, I was there. I was somebody, there working with somebody those guys. who had just got hired on was like, I didn't know you worked at Big River. You got fired. I was like, it's a video. How yeah. do you not realize those no, aren't real I was, people? I was there. I was part of the crew that did the casting. I wrote the script for the whole damn thing. Oh, nice. Yeah. I, I wrote it, rewrote it, rewrote it, 
rewrote it again, and then rewrote it, and then you guys saw a an edited version of that rewrite. Okay. Yeah. So you work at Big River. But, so, uh, sorry. So yeah, what, what do we have? I was at, at the corporate River office. I'm, sorry, uh, I'm yeah. now at Big River, front of house manager at Big River Hamilton Place. Um, we have a plum crazy and funny thing about this beer not funny but cool thing about this beer the plum crazy it's usually a pale ale it's uh it our uh, the brewer downtown tc amazing uh she's part of a coalition of female brewers mm. that uh it's called the pink boots society and boots. every year yeah they every year they uh use a the same malt build, a bunch of female brewers all around. Dope. Uh, they use the same malt build, and they make different what beers. What does that mean, malt build? Uh, so, malt build actually uh, denotes like a like a malt build slash grain bill. Uh, like, okay, for instance, you see the color of uh, this beer here. I'm showing him a glass. Uh, there's a certain type of malt and a couple of other adjunct malts that would give it this color slash mouthfeel. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so they're working with the same so they, ingredients. Yeah, they're using the same ingredients to make different beers. Okay. Um, and it's, it's in support of breast cancer awareness because yep. it's October and all that. And uh, this, it's, it's, like I said, it's usually a pale ale. This year it's going to be a Saison. It's a plum crazy Saison. What's a Saison? Uh, Saison is a type of uh, beer that originates from lowland France. Uh, it was brewed in a time, um, okay, so you couldn't keep beer cold in, in older times. Uh, so they would actually sell certain beers for various parts of the year. Saisons were for workers in the summertime, and they, like were notably, they were notably lower in alcohol, but they were like a little more earthy, a little more sour, mm-hmm. so that the workers would get nutrition, but also they wouldn't get super fucked up when they were yeah. making right. them. Right. They were made primarily in the summertime. It's got uh, typically like a peppery sort of flavor to it and um, a little bit of wheatness mm-hmm. to it and uh, really uh, effervescent. <clears throat> bubbly and, and sort of light and crisp. But um, I think uh, usually she does the plum crazy pale ale, but she's using the same malt build as she always does, like like they do, and she's making a Saison this time. So she's using the same malts. The beer is going to taste similar. It's going to have similar flavor profiles, but the the texture, the mouthfeel, and all that is going to be totally different. It's going to be a Saison. I'm pretty excited for that. That's exciting. We yeah. should be tapping that. Soon, actually. Yeah. I don't ever. That's. I mean, that's one. Saisons like are tasty. You guys should Very use tasty. a lot more. I'd tap that. Like I think <laughs> in the beer in the beer world, I think. I wish I had a quote from like a really ditzy sounding chick. Me like like a parasol and be like, that's hot. <laughs> but like, I'd tap that. I'd tap that. Like that's what I, mean, I mean. mean. It's a super ditzy sounding chick. Like save, save this voice clip. Yeah. I'd tap that. I think there you go. Done. There, go. there <laughs> it is. Now we there got it is. And uh, on that note, I'm going to close out. This is, uh, well, get on down to Riverside Wine Spirits this weekend. Like I told you before, at the head of the show, you heard me. Get on down there. And then uh, check us on the Hopped Up Network or check us out at our website, brewchat.com, or on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. Wherever you get your podcast, we're there, people. Check us out. And then look at Comedy Festival coming up next month. And then October 5th is Jimmy's Rap Battle. And this has been episode 210 of the Brew Chat Podcast.